I, I don't know, man. Like, the only thing I I really don't like about it is, like, you know, clicking the link and and coming to where our show's at. And we can't even, like, it's not where I listen to any of my podcasts at. So, I don't know. I'm kind of over it by now. You mean going on Facebook and finding our uh, page every week? Yeah, yeah. It just pops up the little window or whatever, and you got to listen to it from there. Well, the actually, all messed up. Actually, thanks to our host, Anchor FM, uh, we're available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Overcast, Breaker, CastBox, PocketCast, Good Pods, Radio Public. We'll soon be on iHeartRadio, Stitcher, and of course, you can find us on Spotify. You both didn't already know that? Jeez, you're idiots. Yeah, we are. <laughs> Hey everybody, welcome to High Spots and Kickouts. I'm sitting here with Brent. How's it going? And Clint. Hey yo. Honestly, man, have you ever witnessed something as heartbreaking as the Triple H interview with uh what's his name again? Steven? Stephen A. Smith. Yep. Uh no. got me. No, because I refuse to watch it because I don't like Stephen A. Smith. Stephen A. Smith. You haven't watched it yet? No. Dude. It's heartbreaking. No, I mean it is a little bit when he's he's talking about having uh, heart, uh, what do you say, three heart surgeries. He uh, was talking about his uh, blood oxygen level. Was it? Yeah. And like a normal person's like eighty five or whatever, and like he got down to twelve before the end of it. Or no, it was percentage of blood pumped out of the heart, and uh, a normal person's is like sixty five, and his was about thirty. And then, like, after uh, he checked himself into the hospital, and, like, after a couple of days, it dropped down to, like, 12. And, like, he had, like, a 98% blockage uh, in his aorta, and it had formed a, like, work around the blockage, and that was also blocked. He had what they called the widow's maker heart oh, attack yeah. coming. If he'd have had the actual heart attack, it like, no one, like, really no one survives that. Uh, Kevin Smith had that heart attack. Rose O'Donnell. Survived it, which is basically very super rare. And had he not been, like, medical, like, he fucking had a heart attack on stage. And yes. had medical people not been there right on scene, they said he would have died. Um, also, Rosie O'Donnell had that type of heart attack. And I think there was a someone else who was really famous. I'm going to say it was a professional wrestler of some sort who had that type of a heart attack. And all. That's, the, that's the heart attack my dad had back in June. And they say pretty much you know, if you don't oh, have someone, know. if there's someone not right there on medical, like boom, right there, then pretty much they say that you know it's not it's not a good thing to to have that one. My, uh, dad, my dad had that one and drove himself to the hospital. Well, I'd say the good thing about it was tri- Triple Christ. H was awake when it happened. He wasn't asleep. A lot of people it happens when they're asleep or whatever. It hits them, they just fucking straight fall over. And well, he caught out, it before but, it actually happened. Yeah, and the good thing about it is WWE has the medical people around all the time, ninety percent right. of the time. So I, you know, I don't feel very good, and with COVID and everything, they're probably like, well, let's get him checked out. And, you know, obviously he kept getting worse. But he said he had a viral infection that got somehow caused him to have some sort of like a when he said he had a viral infection and it caused his. Oh, he thought it was COVID. He'd already had yeah. COVID twice and uh, he had his boosters and all or been, had his shots and then had his boosters and had had COVID twice. And he had started to feel tightness in his chest and everything. And that's what he'd went to the doctors for. And it was a whole 
thing leading up to, well, that kind of looks normal, but I don't like this infl- inflammation in your lungs. So let's check that out. And mm-hmm. like after they checked that out, they're like, I mean, that could still be a uh, long lasting effects, but I didn't like the way that, uh, the, your blood flow was blah, blah. And they had like another test and they're like, Oh fuck. Called him in the middle of the day. was like, get straight to the ER right now. <laughs> And then he talked about, you know, having to tell his kids about it and not them not maybe knowing the severity of it. And then he kind of talked about, you know, getting put to sleep and not knowing whether you're going to wake up or not. And then he gets all super choked up and shit. And it, you, I likened it to, um, you know, uh, Jerry Maguire. Uh, all the people <laughs> go on that guy's fucking that guy's talk show and they're always crying by the end of it. I think that's what Stephen A. Smith's trying to do with his new show. I think he's trying to be that guy that has people on there and talks about real things. And by the time it's over, they end up crying and leaving. And it becomes like a a therapy session. <laughs> yeah. And that's what I got from it. I was like, Oh, Stephen A. Smith's trying to be that guy. Cause he was sitting back and he was like, you know, doing the head shake and that. Mm, yeah. Yeah. So uh, he's trying not to be his normal self. No, it wasn't like argument of Stephen A. Smith. I ain't saying that there's probably not going to people don't go on there that he don't do that shit with, but honestly he was a straight, um, it was just a straight he interview. He was praising him the whole time. Yeah, he and didn't say a whole questions, lot. Really? He asked him, you know, are you going to come back and wrestle again? And triple H broke the nose that he has a defibrillator in his heart now. They absolutely um, cannot risk the damage and will never wrestle. So, I mean, you know, Scott Hall. So, you could really if you wanted to. But <laughs> honestly, at this point, what more does Triple H have left to do? The, in the fact ring? that what it's more can he prove what more outside of him and Cody Rhodes possibly having a match that will never. I mean, two years ago would have been awesome, especially after Cody, you know, destroyed the chair and everything. But at this point, I don't. He doesn't need to wrestle again for me. Oh, no, no. He definitely don't need to wrestle. You know, Plus, but, he could, that helps him focus on backstage anyway. And he ain't wrestled in a long time anyways. And, um, no, uh, but but still, like, you know, a lot of people still, oh, you're going to do the comeback at WrestleMania, blah, 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 forever and ever. And it's like, eh, I don't, I don't necessarily, I've never had like wrestlers when they do that. And I don't want to see wrestlers do that. I'd rather see the guys that wrestle all year long get a spot at WrestleMania. Yeah, me too. Um, I wish somebody would write Vince McMahon and tell him that. <laughs> But, you know, I, I'm, I'm happy that he's alive. He gave me, uh, like, pretty much my whole high school, junior high career up until, I don't know, what, maybe four years ago. Like, Triple H was always pretty well a mainstay, whether you loved him or hated him, whether he was burying fucking he people. He had X-Pac heat with me since 2005. Uh, I right. wish he'd just go the fuck away. Right, right. Well, like but. I said, you, whether he was burying <laughs> people, whether he was at his point to where it was like, he got to that point where, because there was, you know, at one time, WWE didn't have very much talent, or they did. They just, like, Triple H was the biggest star they had. So, like, that's like John Cena overloaded the motherfucker and he was always right. a bad guy or fucking people over or burying for somebody. For like a and, fucking decade. Dude. Yeah, yeah, to the point where it made people sick to their stomachs to see this shit. But at the same time, look at everything he also gave to the wrestling. I did see Hulk Hogan wrestling. beat him though. Yeah, but at the same time, <laughs> look at all the fucking stuff he gave to the wrestling business. You know no, I mean? I mean, he for sure, he's the one person on the entire place. So like there has been genius wrestlers before. There has been genius promoters before. There's been people who have graduated from the boys to the office and worked their jobs. There's not one person on this planet who has had as much success as a wrestler and as a promoter with his running NXT and all that shit. Like he is the perfect person to run the perfect wrestling company. And there's only one of them on this planet that exists like that. And I mean, you know, he gave you, honest to God, he gave you Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens wouldn't be in WWE if it wasn't Triple H. Uh, AJ Styles wouldn't be in WWE if it wasn't for Triple H. And um, there's probably Seth Rollins, Samoa I would Joe say. Samoa Joe a couple times. John Moxley, probably Samoa Joe you wouldn't have seen. Uh, Finn Balor. A lot of these guys have said that if it wasn't for Triple H, they would have never came to WWE. He gave us our Indie Mud Show shit and, for you know, as long as we're he could. saying all that stuff too, but people like Sheamus yeah. were his workout buddies or mm-hmm. whatever and got pushed but. so you know and uh you know people can say a lot of things about the click and running things for as long as they didn't and whatnot but honest to god 
those were the best years in wrestling. He, I mean, he earned a spot. A lot of people give him shit for marrying the boss's daughter and everything, but anybody I've ever heard say anything about it's always like, yeah, that's bullshit. He earned what he got. I mean, like, I mean, and he, I mean, he put in the work. I mean, whether you like it or not, he ate his plates of shit. After the, <laughs> he's after, the only after, one that got to eat their fucking plate <laughs> of shit. That's why he's got the key to the kingdom. After the Madison Square Garden thing. Scott Hall and Kevin uh, Nash would ate their shit sandwich. They'd probably be fucking way. No, they'd have left and went to another company. <laughs> oh, wait. Um, well, we were going to have you win the King of the Ring, but uh, you fucked up. So we're going to have Austin do it this year. Uh, here's your dog turd. <laughs> but also, you know. Oh, that uh, tastes good. Here's my daughter. Uh, Triple H was able to. Uh, I mean, DX and Shawn Michaels and Triple H's DX were cool. But after Shawn quit and Triple H took charge of it, that's when DX like fucking went over the top. That's when it was the biggest for me. I never seen the Shawn Michaels Triple H shit. It was good, but it was more like a couple of dudes on drugs and fucking sophomore year high school fucking around. (laughs) Good. But like DX with the New Age Outlaws and X-Pac in China, like that was, they went next level with it. I mean, they were trying to compete harder with NWO at that time, obviously. But like they as a group like he was able to do that i mean he brought you evolution made rick flair back into a goddamn god again at one point in time well i mean he still is made him remember who he was and he even gave hogan a good match i'll give you that at the backlash <laughs> what his last match was against randy orton Janu- yeah yeah which i january don't... of 2020 no i thought it was march who? triple h's mm-hmm. he had a match with randy orton i thought it was in march yeah he had one he had one like right before covid was his uh must not really have January twenty twenty. Right? Must not have meant like, anything. No, he had another. I thought he was. He did a super show after that. It was like March twenty fifth, something or other. They have a super show during COVID. That was the last live show before there was no crowds. I thought he. I thought he said his last match was March twenty fifth, twenty twenty one, or something like that. I, mean, I don't. No, I don't know. I don't remember him wrestling Randy Orton though. On a, was it on a Raw or a pay-per-view? I don't remember that was time in my whole life at all. Like, I wonder if that was a feud they had started <laughs> and it got destroyed. Like, the storyline got cut maybe because of COVID or something, maybe. Mm-hmm. That's strange. I don't remember it at all. And I would have still been watching Raw at that time, too. Hmm. It was. I think it was, like, right before Randy Orton wrestled Edge at that Royal Rumble in the last man standing match or whatever. You have a top three favorite Triple H matches or moments or anything? Either of you? Oh, his Rumble return after fucking pulling his quad that's pretty big moment like that's if i was ever a triple h fan i popped for him that night if any feuds any big feuds you like uh, i mean him and mick foley's was fucking vicious i'd say my like, top three are probably him and the rock because they've re- feuded from like 96 yeah, until the rock left always. him and mick foley um, and then him and John Cena's feud was actually really good too. Like when uh, they were doing the undisputed, uh, not undisputed, but when he had the first had the spinner belt right after he won the spinner belt and all that. I think Triple H was like the first big feud he had on the run. It was it was actually I would really say good. As far as big moments, my third one would be uh, Evolution, the fucking thumbs down, Batista fucking the, dumping Randy Orton's yeah, head. Yeah, shit. that was a pretty big moment. Uh, what about you over there? You're being all quiet. You don't like Triple H really, though, do you? No, not really. Uh, I love it when you love that NXT bullshit, but you got. <laughs> I don't like Triple H the wrestler. I like Triple oh. H the promoter. Uh, I do like when he when DX invaded WCW yeah, outside with yeah, the that tank was a and huge uh, moment. Yeah, 
Like, what would have happened if they actually got inside? WCW would have won the fucking war because no, everybody would have switched the channel. Either that, or, <laughs> either that or the NWO, DX NWO would have teamed up and beat up everybody in WCW and it had been a click off in the ring and shit. <laughs> Wouldn't that have been fucking crazy? Think about the DXWO. Think about if the fucking storyline in WWE with NWO hadn't ended because Triple H was going to join them and it would have been the whole click at one time together. They would have been under the NWO banner, not the DX banner, but even Shawn Michaels was with them. That would have been dope to see them yeah, as an actual sweet. group together for the first time ever. Didn't ever get that shit, which is probably a good thing. Been a way too many politics going on in the back, probably. But, oh, man, that would have been dope. They shouldn't have called that the NWO. They should have just changed it to the click, to click at that point. That would have been so dope if they would have done that storyline, kicked Ric Flair out and fucking. And, and then I think my main reason that I don't like Triple H is just for the fact that every time that somebody won the world title that I liked. He beat him for it. Triple H is always the one that gave the fucking belt to he made Goldberg not unstoppable. I mean, he gave a real he good fucked segment. over Booker T. Gave a real good segment when Eric Bischoff gave him the world title on a silver platter, literally. Took the fucking top off of it on <laughs> a silver the platter and handed it to him on Monday Night Raw. That's the first brand split, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, Raw didn't have a champion, and uh, they needed one. They tried to give it to Kurt Angle, and Ric Flair was like, Kurt, you don't want it that way, brother. They didn't even call it the Raw Championship either. And then they changed it to the big gold belt right after yeah, that. World Heavyweight title. And then Brock Lesnar took the WWE title and went to SmackDown. And then I don't remember what Royal Rumble year it was, but I like the one where uh, it was for Roman Reigns' championship or whatever, and Triple H showed up at the end and became world champ. Uh, Triple H and Mick Foley in the hard uh, street fight, Royal Rumble 2000. Triple H and The Rock, uh, Iron Man match, Judgment Day, also in 2000. And fucking... Uh, Triple H and The Rock at SummerSlam 98 ladder match for the IC title. Which also All for the best matches he's ever had. Also for people that are listening along, uh, if they go off topic, we're watching uh, No Way Out 2000 in yeah. case you want to know what we're watching this <laughs> week. Uh, another huge moment that I don't like. The, I would say the last time, I want to say the last time he's relevant, but the last time. I say your mic stand's about to fall off. Man, him. it's bullshit. So just keep talking. I'll fix it. The uh, last time that. The last big wrestling storyline he had, Daniel Bryan going into WrestleMania 30, the authority and shit. Yeah, what do you want? Randy Orton uh, combining the titles, going into WrestleMania, having a go around with Batista. Daniel Bryan being added to it, and he uh, beats all three members of Evolution. What are you laughing at, motherfucker? You, you guys are fucking trying to do teamwork over there, and it's just making me laugh. <laughs> you gotta talk, man. I try, you motherfuckers <laughs> are killing me here. Uh, but no, yeah, no, him, him at WrestleMania 30. Uh, he, he wrestled Daniel Bryan that night, yeah. yeah Daniel Bryan, uh, yeah. One match against Daniel Bryan. Daniel Bryan won. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That was, uh, I guess, yeah, I guess. No, nah, I mean they they did the they tried to do the DX comeback where you know him and Shawn Michaels went over to Saudi and put on the probably one of the worst wrestling matches that I think I've ever seen in my entire life. And it's just shame that because, isn't canon. Yeah, it totally is, and it's a shame because <laughs> Shawn Michaels retired on such a high note with such a great match, and then came back and put that type of a show on. And I understand Triple H got injured in that match, but still, like everybody got injured in that match, right? 
but they just shouldn't have done it. Yeah. Um, but that was really the last time, and he was only relevant because people made fun of it. Uh, it made me laugh, too, that Triple H was able to kind of make fun of himself and through all of it. Like, when he was talking to Stephen A. Smith in that interview, he said, uh, oh, I could get a shock, and that wouldn't be good. What's the, like, worst, what's the worst Triple H moment? Worst Triple H moment, Katie Vick. <laughs> Damn it. You took mine. <laughs> That's the whole reason I threw that out. That, that shit like almost ended fucking, TV. I think, like Monday Night Raw on USA or on Spike TV, to be honest with you. <laughs> That's too much for them, even. Uh, if not that, then. Stop fucking with it. <laughs> Sorry. Then they, it's not on WWE Network anymore because it's deemed racist now. But when they did the shit where they dressed up like the Nation of Domination and got in the ring and fucking he was the croc. And they did blackface? Uh, it was X-Pac that did blackface. And they had Mark <laughs> and they had Mark Henry's permission before they did it, mind you. So it was okay. And Farouk knew about it and a bunch of other motherfuckers were okay with it. So I feel like if a bunch of people are okay with it, then fuck you. It's got to be all right. <laughs> Especially because X-Pac was scared shitless of what Mark Henry was going to do to him. And they weren't disrespectful with it other than X-Pac talking about Mark Henry. They weren't disrespectful. That was the whole segment was them being disrespectful. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, they didn't get personal backstage with it. Like, they didn't say nothing personal. Other than, I mean, X-Pac did say something to Mark Henry eating a doo-doo sandwich, but, which did happen. <laughs> uh, but, you know, fucking, it is what it is. But I would say those are probably two of the worst moments that they had. And, it, like, you know, for the times, though, that shit was, like, not frowned upon like it is today, you know? Uh, but honestly, just the fact that he, I mean, how long ago did that happen? Has it been a year? Since, since when? The, since Triple H's medical emergency? Oh, no. It's been probably six months. Yeah, maybe, it was right, maybe four. It was right before NXT 2.0 for, started. So six for four. as bad off as he was and for what happened to him and what, honestly, he's losing as far as an in-ring career ever again and, and for all that, like the fact that he's sitting in that chair and was talking about it and staying mm-hmm. halfway like coherent. I mean, he did break down a couple times, but like I said he was kind of making jokes about it, very optimistic yeah. about it and shit, you know. Still bright for his like, future. Yeah. And he was still composed. He looked good. When you get all that money. Like, yeah. Uh, but no, it's, and, you know, he leaves behind a great, great, great legacy in wrestling as far as factions, titles, matches. Probably the one of the best like of all time. Not, fucking, that's what I was going to say. Whether you like him or not, one of the best of all time. One of the greatest finishers of all time. Pedigree? Come on. You got fucking love the pedigree. That is one of the coolest finishers. I, I've never learned that's how to the take coolest it, to thing, be honest with you. That's the coolest thing about Triple H is the pedigree. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, I like DX, so I was a huge DX mark back in the day. Suck it? Come on. My whole wrestling... Triple H and Shawn Michaels came up with suck it. When I was actually wrestling and shit, like I was trying to figure out how to take the pedigree, and like, no. I just don't know how to do it. No, get hurt is how you do it. I Dude, I did it one time and just took it straight on my forehead and fucking... Had like a big old canvas burn thing on my forehead for like a week. I'm like, I don't know how to take this. I'm never doing that. I mean, again. like it or not, Triple H was always so in. That's some... why you go to school to learn how to wrestle. And yeah, Triple H was in some of the coolest feuds. He put on some. Fucking, I never liked school. Put on some vicious fucking matches in this time. There's a few matches of his that was just like Jesus Christ. It was cringeworthy almost to see him like just in like him and Mick Foley tearing each other's fucking bodies apart. You know, in certain matches or just I don't know some of the shit that I've seen him do later in his career was like, God damn, like, I didn't think that you would ever be the dude that would be doing shit like that. But, I mean, you got to stay relevant, I guess. <laughs> but still, like, just insane to me. But I don't know, man. This it, It's nuts that he's quitting, retiring. Because, like I said before we went on the air, that's like a fucking one-two combo to the click this week. Uh, we lost Scott man, Hall, now Triple true. H. It's not like I said, not that I need to see him wrestle again. 
But does that mean that like we'll never see him on air ever again then? Like, because I would like, I mean, they could still have him come back and be in some form of role on TV or whatever every once in a while, maybe, and it'd be all right. But is the WWE's future up in the air because of Triple H's health? I don't think so. I don't think so at all. I mean, for a long time, people said that him and his daughter was taking over. What are you talking about, Ben? Vince has 30 more years left in him. Remember? (laughs) That could be true. I bet he's got a good 15 still. He's probably got more years than the rest of us sitting here right now. Uh, but I, I <laughs> if Vince McMahon lives that outlives me, I'm gonna be so mad. Yeah, well, you'll never know. <laughs> he's already got a spot paid for in heaven, so the billions of dollars he's got, he's already done paid for it, <laughs> paid ahead of time. So it it's sad that we see Triple H walk away from wrestling finally, and but it doesn't surprise me to hear it. Um, like I said, it's it's. I've been waiting for him to announce it since he took NXT over. I thought we were going to hear it like two or three years ago that he was done with wrestling. And, you know, as soon as COVID hit, I figured, ah, oh, he'll never wrestle again. But, you know, yeah, whatever. It's it's no time to move on, I guess. I mean, I don't think he could keep up with half the motherfuckers in the ring anymore, to be honest with you. He gets injured every time he does get in it anymore. So. <laughs> the last couple times, yeah. You know, not that he puts on a bad show, but got nothing left to prove, dog. So, but it was a good career. Ramon's, I'll miss you, buddy. <laughs> so what that means uh, he'll be in the Hall of Fame in the next couple of years? I think that they should put him and The Rock in next year at the same exact at time. At the same time? Fuck yeah. They'd be pissed. They'd be pissed at each other. It'd be cool. They could have a match. <laughs> oh, wait. No, 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 no. I can't do that. Uh, you, you can have a brawl. I don't know. I just think because their careers intertwined with each other so much uh, until tr- The Rock obviously Not as to much go as Triple Hollywood. H would have liked. Oh, no, I'm sure. But, you know, as far as <laughs> matches go from the time they came to WWF till the time The Rock left, like him and The Rock were always intertwined with each other. Triple H tried to be an actor in Blade and was like, man, I'm not really a good actor. And he wasn't the worst. I'll, 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 say, I'll, <laughs> I'll say it was the script more than the actor, but we'll never know because that was, well, no. No, no I he did the chaperone. He, he did the, that's what I was going to say, I seen chaperone. <laughs> so, again, that could have been the, stri- the script, not the actor, but we'll see. We'll see. Time will only tell, right? <laughs> I don't think so. But, you know, your hero Hulk Hogan's not the greatest actor either. So. Uh, Suburban Commando is a goddamn cult classic, sir. Mm-hmm. To you, Christopher your, Lloyd, and your heavyweights in it. In your house, maybe. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Hogan's best role was probably in Rocky. <laughs> I think Hogan's best role is probably in Muppets from Space. Oh, okay. that's a good one too. Somebody's. A, I'm a bad guy now. He said. Right. It's pretty. Nah, Gremlins like two. two lines in Gremlins too. Where he cuts the promo and shit because they're <laughs> fucking interrupting the movie. <laughs> and rips his shirt off. <laughs> that shit makes me laugh. <laughs> no, no, no. Wait a sec. No holes barred. Dookie, the ripster. (laughs) How do we end up on Hulk Hogan? I don't know. I just love him so much. Thunder in Paradise, also, (laughs) Uh, because him and Triple H are kind of. Be honest with you, their 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 careers aren't too different from each other either. To be honest with you, Triple H was fucking the head of a faction. Hogan was the head of a faction. I mean, they both fucking held multiple world titles. They both stuck around probably a little bit too longer than they should have. Um, I feel like Hogan sticking around too much longer is a little bit more successful. The only (laughs) I was going to say the only difference is Triple H was business wise smart enough to get into the business, and Hogan kept trying to stay in the ring. So that's the only difference, really, I guess. But I'd say Triple H stayed healthier longer. uh, Man's shape, maybe, but healthy wise, I don't know because Triple H, and besides his heart, his his wrestling style was like way more way more physically athletic than Hogan's was. Triple H's 
Like he was in there doing suplexes and like rolling around on the mat and doing crazy shit. And Hogan's like throwing punches and big leg drops and nah, fucking he, he wrestled too scoop slams and shit. No, dude, you. Tri- I've never seen Hogan wrestle fucking like Chief J Strongbow style in an hour with the Rock before. <laughs> I've seen him wrestle like fucking maybe fifteen minutes or WrestleMania eighteen. No, dude, he, to- he just totally had half. It might not even be fifteen times. minutes. It could be pushing like a ten. God damn, he just pushed that old lady down hard. <laughs> uh, she did. She cracked her head on the mat. Uh. May Young about to get it from Big Viss. That's no good. Don't do it. She She's had a, old. She had a hand, bro. Oh, Mark Henry saved her with the fucking uh, the football tackle. I thought they were mm-hmm. going to kill her. All right, you doing your... Uh, she gave birth to a hand. You doing your rumor roll up? The rumor roll up. What are yes, you going to do? and this isn't quite rumor roll up, but... Um, so the control your narrative rules and regulations came out. I fucking like this. This shit is funny to me. Um, <laughs> and I just, we got to do, everybody has to know. Okay. Everybody has to they, know. They have to. I feel like they have to because everyone needs to be able to control their own narrative. Am I right? <laughs> so in order for you to control your own narrative, you should live by these rules. Or if you, you know, want to wrestle for their organization, you, these are definitely the rules that you have to wrestle by. <laughs> so number one, you are in control. Number two, you are in control. (laughs) Number three, fights in when you tap out, get knocked out, can't stand, or quit. Sanctioned matches can end via pinfall. Number four, standard professional wrestling rules apply for sanctioned matches. Chaos ensues in the project pit. Okay, what's the project pit? I don't know. And also, so wait, there's a difference between sanctioned matches and unsanctioned matches? Apparently, that's rule three. Is that where the pit's at? These are... The, there's no specifics. <laughs> These <laughs> are just they, the rules. They didn't think it out. This is how you live by. This is <laughs> this is their form of things. Okay, number five. No hashtag super kicks. No hashtag top tope suicidas. <laughs> no hashtag Canadian destroyers. <laughs> so, is that six, seven, and eight? Or is that just no, that's num- that's number five. So we're not going to see P.D. Williams and control your narrative, PD unfortunately. P.D. Williams works for WWE. <laughs> as far as we know. <laughs> well, Vince McMahon, I guess, really likes him. So he, but whatever. He just produced the main event in the last the, pay-per-view. Yeah. Yep. I was going to say he produced the last main event in the last pay-per-view and Vince is in love with him, apparently. So number six, the Wait, fight. Wasn't that, wasn't that the hell in the cell and Saudi? Was it? I don't know. I don't remember. I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure that was the last WWE pay-per-view. Okay, number six. The fight isn't with your opponent. It's with yourself. All right. Rule number seven. We don't talk about Fight Club. <laughs> so I don't. do you get in the ring and just wrestle the Invisible Man? I, that's some inner demon no, shit. Nope, got to do the Invisible Stand. That's kind of what I was thinking. I need to learn how to communicate better. It hurts inside, buddy. It's all right. Let it out. Number seven. Fights will go on as long as they have to. Sanctioned matches hit their times. What? <laughs> They're going hard on this. Did they let, a distinction did they let Google sanctioned. did they let Google Translate make these rules or what? <laughs> Number eight. If you want to hashtag control your narrative, you have to fight. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's the rules of control your narrative. <laughs> Coming to an internet website near you? No, they're on the Wrestle Channel in fucking New York. Right. I didn't think they had a show. I mean, I knew they had a show, but I thought it was like you had to like go on the dark web to see it. No, they like struck a deal with that. That's how all that shit leaked. Was that dude's company 
fucking did business with Russell TV or whatever. Yeah, it's Russell TV. And fucking the New York market. And they got a show on there on primetime, dog. In the biggest market in the world. Hmm. Well, I haven't seen it. It doesn't make me mad that I haven't seen it. So. <laughs> it sounds like they threw a hundred monkeys in a room with a hundred typewriters and that's what the fuck came out. <laughs> All right, moving on. Cool. So, so I'm, I'm still curious. What is this fight pit? I, I told you. There's uh, no that's specific. where the unsanctioned matches happen. I think that's maybe it's like Ken, <laughs> maybe it's like Ken Shamrock's Lions Den. <laughs> so if you just have a brawl, that's considered unsanctioned. So it ends when somebody gets knocked the fuck out. And I think you should probably watch it. Well, I'm good because oh. uh, you. I, I, I can't. Think they'll let you know what the narrative is because they're in control over it. Right. Oh, I'm not in control. <laughs> you have to fight. No, you are in control, but not of that one, because they're in control of that one. Oh. But you're in control. But of your you're own. in control of your own narrative. Right. No. <laughs> okay. So, WWE supposedly had planned to invite the whole entire NWO WrestleMania weekend to help promote yeah, their new video game, and Scott Hall passed away, and now they have scrapped all. I heard um, that. So, I, I guess um, Kevin Nash has been still doing his cameos, and he ain't looking good here lately. And really Kevin Nash is taking it rough. Yeah, yeah. I guess he ain't looking too hot here lately, and all of them are taking it pretty hard. I think Scott yeah. Hall is kind of collectively the dad of the group, to be honest with you, whether <laughs> you like it or not. I mean, if you kind of, if you ever kind of watch any of their stuff, like they all, like he was in the middle, and they were all kind of centered around him all the time. Had a lot of ideas. Had a good so, mind for the business. You know. So. Um, Tony Khan's purchase of Ring of Honor wasn't finalized when he initially announced that he had a huge announcement. <laughs> <laughs> So you almost I, it. I uh, may or may have not bought ROH. There was a backup announcement, of course, in case that uh, wasn't done, and they was, they're not saying what the backup announcement was. And I assume that it was it was probably the signing of fucking a wrestler or some sort, probably Bullet Club fucking Jay Lethal. All debut wrestling, <laughs> I guess. Um, Ethan Page's contract extension has been renewed. But WWE was looking at him hard, though. I heard. Yeah. Um, but you know they gave him a deal, so he's he's back around. I was wondering why he had kind of disappeared for a couple weeks. Uh, and they had mm. Scorpio Sky winning the TNT title, and then like he just wasn't there, or he wasn't being featured at all, which was strange because they were like featuring him more out of the two for quite a while, and then it was just nothing. And I guess it was probably because his contract was coming up, and they didn't know if he was going to stick around or leave or not. Probably. But I also seen that Davey Richards resigned a contract with MLW, so he will not be coming to AEW. Has MLW even been putting on shows? Yep. He's got to pay attention to YouTube, apparently, to see them. Uh, Still not on Vice TV. Shane Helms is a newest uh, member of the WWE Legends uh, group that they have, where they pay him just to be... Oh, yeah, the $5,000 contract mm -hmm. so they can fucking make a toy, took sell a, some t-shirts. Took a picture of himself holding a little... Looks like a looks like a keychain. It's gold world. And it says WWE in the middle of the, middle of the world, but it looks like a, looks like a keychain to me. They get sent him a keychain for... All his hard work. <laughs> He's a backstage agent for him too, though, so he be putting the times time in. And it's it's Sugar Shane Helms, bro. Goddamn Hurricane. I'm surprised he hadn't popped up in AEW yet. I mean, he signed WWE. I know. He keeps signing with him. Well, Why would he, he can't go to AEW if he's in WWE? I'm saying he keeps signing with him, so he fucking. No, well, that's because they pay him good money. AEW is probably not really, you know, that's. I mean, they're paying people, but still, that's like a dark, just saying, that's dark his buddy, waters. His buddy's there. That's where the creative He probably doesn't trust TNT at this point. <laughs> go back there and end up fucking 
have him go back to WWE and they'll take his dancers yeah, away. Warner, son. They'll take his dancers away, take his special move away. Take his name away. Take his name away. Poor guy. Um, so supposedly uh, Stone Cold is not going to be a, on WWE TV until Saturday, WrestleMania. They're not even going to feature him this week on Monday Night Raw. Because like Monday, this obviously this Monday and Friday are going to be filler for WrestleMania. Home. And they're saying at this point he's just going to show up at, at WrestleMania and they're not going to fly him in to do the Raw before They're having like a Night of Champions night. Which pisses me off. Like. I have no idea. I mean, they could turn around and do something. I know that but it's tag teams versus tag team champs Monday Night Raw. It makes me mad that he's not going to show up on at least one New Raw. Versus. Like, how you, can you have a feud for a match? I mean, it's Austin, so it's going to be fucking epic. But, like, he's not going to show up and, like, fucking flip somebody off or drive in with his truck and at least scare Kevin Owens off and make him run away or drink some beers or hit somebody with a stunner or like he don't even gotta beat up Kevin Owens he could fucking Kevin Owens could have a bunch of security guards in the ring and Stone Cold just get in there and give all them a stunner and fucking Kevin Owens run away drink some beers flip people off in <laughs> Monday Night Raw fucking. that'd be so cool if he doesn't show up why <laughs> I'm just saying Everybody thinks it's full. They want conclusion. people to watch Raw. Fucking put Stone Cold on there and fucking have him be on the last three minutes of Raw. That's all you need to do, and people will watch that bitch. People watched that motherfucker the other week just to see if Cody Rhodes was going to show up. Did you see the I'm reaction? Saying WrestleMania? Did you see the reaction from uh, Rosemont Monday night when Stone Cold's exactly. music fucking hit? Throw him on the Raw, go home before WrestleMania, and you might even have a couple motherfuckers be like, "Yo, we, gotta we got to get Peacock this weekend so we can see that and shit." Then, and then we got Stone Cold, Kevin Owens. And instead, you know, we're just going to have him show up at fucking WrestleMania main event, not I even cut a promo. I kind of hope that he just chickens out he, and he doesn't even, even show happen. up at WrestleMania. And that's another reason why I wanted him to show up earlier, because he talked about how when he wrestled The Rock at 19, he kind of had a panic attack because he hadn't been in the ring and around all them people for so long. So why the fuck ain't you having him on a couple Monday Night Raws to get used <laughs> to a full fucking arena of people again? And WrestleMania is going to be like fucking, fucking what, 75,000? And everybody will be like, yeah, I ain't watching that shit. Nah, dude, it's Steve it's Austin. Just, you could have him come in and fucking take a shit in the middle of the ring and everybody's going to love that more than anything in the world. <laughs> he saved the WWE from going out of business. They were taking the water coolers out. <laughs> sold still, to this day no motherfuckers ever sold as much merchandise as he ever has uh, i mean ever so if you just hope for inflation you want to talk about motherfuckers not being bigger than one. wwe stone cold's bigger than wwe ever thought about being actually you know the rock's the biggest but like he i mean i mean he was on nash bridges not, but outside of that <laughs> popularity wise he, he was in he, that condemned movie popularity wise wwe yeah, it was WWE Productions. But popularity... Say Yard, maybe. I think Condemns better than The Marine. He, he was in Grown Ups, too. And popularity-wise, <laughs> he, he kind of yeah. transcended where WWE had he, him set up. He's the guy that gave shit to Adam Sandler when they were younger. <laughs> like the new bad guy Unfortunately, for the second movie. You know, I said last week, or it might have been the week before that, WWE's made it to the point where guys won't ever be able to get bigger than WWE again. But he was able to do that without having to go to Hollywood, get bigger than WWE. Stone Cold, bro. Household I mean, name. He went to Hollywood. But that ain't what got him bigger than WWE. Just being no. Stone Cold Steve Austin got him bigger than WWE in general. Give you a stunner, drink some beers. Hell yeah. <laughs> Take the beer truck out there, spray everybody down. Well, you can't what do, do you that think in he drives life, in? What? What do you think he drives in? You think he drives one of those Gators? I hope he drives. In? No, I hope he drives the old school Austin 316 with the skull on the hood truck from back in the day with the fucking flipping the birds or whatever. I think, I think they gonna... gave that truck away in, a, in, a, in like a giveaway a long, 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 long time ago. But if he still has that truck, I want him to drive that one to the ring. That would be dope. 
but it'll probably be a fucking side truck or ATV or side. some shit that says Fox Fear on it or whatever, and he'll come flying down there and probably chase Kevin Owens around the ring with it or something, four-wheeler or whatever, like he did Brock Lesnar <laughs> that year. That's um, the only reason I'm even entertaining the idea of watching WrestleMania. So all sources... Don't lie. All sources say the deal is done with Cody Rhodes and that he's going to show up at WrestleMania. At this point, they're you know they're basically saying Seth Rollins is going to issue an open challenge, and it's either going to end up being Cody Rhodes or it's going to be fucking Veer fucking Mahan. Is that how you say it? No, he's getting he's coming Monday. Veer he, he's getting fired Monday. Getting fired? I doubt <laughs> it. I know what they're going to do with him is they're going to throw him at Omos at WrestleMania probably. And uh, then so Omos is going to squash his career. You don't fucking, have the Gable Stevenson rumor on here? That they're going to ch- change Chad Gable's name? No, Gable Stevenson. That so, he shows up at WrestleMania? And was supposed to squash Omos in 20 seconds. Um, that could be. I would have loved it. I think that they'll probably have Veer and him wrestle at WrestleMania, and then they'll fucking bury Veer right off the bat. Um, <laughs> I do. I feel <laughs> like that's what's going to I think he's going to get buried by Omos. Why right hasn't he Omos has been on like a winning streak on Raw here lately. I think Veer is a, a future Omos endeavor the morning, of, the morning after WrestleMania. And also, he he won last year at WrestleMania and seems how he's going to be their new Undertaker. Omos uh, is undefeated. At WrestleMania also. Like his whole career. I know what I'm saying. He's going to win at WrestleMania this year and start a new WrestleMania undefeated streak. <laughs> it's going to happen, whether people like it or not. It's what's happening. Uh, they have the Undertaker working with them on how to be a better big man. Don't tell me it's not happening. I'm an almost fan, dog. You ain't got to sell him. Almost isn't even on the card. Uh, he will be. Uh, and if not, then fucking if if Veer Mahan don't come out to challenge Seth Rollins, then it'll be fucking almost that comes out to challenge Seth Rollins. But it'll more than likely they're saying be Cody Rhodes that comes out. If not, then he's gonna be one of the people because I guess the Monday Night Raw after WrestleMania is supposed to be super packed with all kinds of shit. <coughs> There's always been a debut. They say that shit, so he might show up the next night. To me, what would be so fucking cool, dude, is if Seth Rollins uh, issues an open challenge and the shit gets all dark, and then fucking all the steam starts or whatever, and they do the American Dream, not the American Dream, but the American Nightmare shit, and fucking Triple H's stone fucking chair rolls up out of the fucking ashes, and fucking Cody Rhodes is sitting on that bitch, kicked sideways with his feet up. If it's a repaired version of the chair. Stands up off of it. Stands up off of it and then fucking looks back at it and turns around and walks off like I took Triple H's seat of the fucking king of the fucking uh, shit. You know what I'm saying? That would be so cool. Sitting up there like King Joffrey. Hops off that bitch and walks the ring, gets in there and beats Seth Rollins real quick. Has a crowd His going crazy. His new gimmick's just fucking Triple H's leather bullshit that he always wears. It would just be cool to see him come out <laughs> in Triple H's big stone fucking king chair and stand up out of it like, oh, took his place, dog. I think they're thinking it's going to be a bigger moment than it's going to be. Yeah, probably. It's Cody <laughs> Rhodes. So, but it, what would really be cool, honestly, is if they're like, "It's the American Dream, Cody Rhodes," and fucking, or called him Dusty Rhodes Jr. and then fucking Brandy could just be Sapphire <laughs> and he came out with polka dots on the fucking the music with the fucking. Tch, 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 I'd almost tch, be more excited about that than anything else. The American Dream. <laughs> Just a common man. I think that um, <laughs> I think Dustin's going to come back to WWE too. At this point, <coughs> I, I still think Cody's coming back to AEW. Oh, I mean, maybe it could all still be at work. <laughs> I think it is. Till till I see it, it's all storyline, bro. Till I see it, it's all storyline. <laughs> he suddenly had a Dustin and suddenly had a decent match this week. We're not there yet. All right. So there's been two trademarks filing this week, and one was for AEW video game. Uh, no. Uh, one is for AEW Fight Forever. That's the yeah, video, that's the video game. Game. Okay. And then the other one is for Undisputed Elite. 
So they're going to take the Undisputed Era name and call themselves the Undisputed Elite, it sounds like. Which is what I told you guys was going to happen a long time ago. But it's not going to have the Bucks in it. Because it's going to be, yeah, I mean, basically. I, I hope it's just Adam Cole and Bobby it's, Fish and Kyle Riley. Well, it should be, but, I mean, they're all friends together, so it'll be the Young yeah, Bucks been, and Adam Cole. They've been not seeing eye to eye on Hangman. <sighs> Hangman's a shitty champ. Uh, and I think it's all storyline. I hope it's just the three of them. I think it's all storyline. I think it all comes back around again. And they're going to be a big group following Adam Cole around until fucking Kenny Omega comes around and Hangman will cry someplace once he loses his belt. <laughs> He's a terrible champion. I'm sorry, he is. What else you got? That's about it. The game. Uh, Stephanie McMahon's visit to headquarters will launch a WWE 2K22. Gave her the impression WWE wouldn't be shopping their license. WWE sources told Sports Gamers Online. It's still too early to say. This was not a celebratory photo for our game launch. Not an announcement of an extension. So this might be the last 2K22 game that they do. Dude, it's been a fucking abject failure from the beginning. Which They finally finally put out uh, the new patch. (laughs) <laughs> on Tuesday or Wednesday and then they forgot to add stuff into the patch that they were patching like button controls and shit yeah oh shit this one too for WWE 2K22 there's a storyline that got cut and it made me laugh because it was a reddit user shared it uh, I don't know how they found it but some dude found it and the reddit user's name is Pepsi guy too <laughs> so it made me laugh so I saved this and I forgot about it so on the my career mode uh Dana Brooke joins Bray Wyatt to become the Sheened. And, <laughs> oh, okay. and then she starts a feud with Alexa Bliss. Uh, and the angle was stopped to play out. It was supposed to play out on television. And they just nixed it. And so Dana Brooke. They, yeah, Dana Brooke never got to become the Sheened. Probably because it sounds fucking Could stupid. Could you imagine being the head of a project, developing so, a video game? And first of all you're in the midst of fucking covid trying to figure out how to do it from home and blah 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 blah, and you're like three quarters of the way done and then vince fires 84 fucking members of the roster and then fucking still trying to bring it out and pretend it's gonna be cool right pretty much every single one of them still on the roster besides the fiend uh <laughs> ronda rousey ronda rousey also tore her labial frenulum frenulum labial frenulum her vagina it's the <laughs> It's a piece of skin that connects your lip to your jaw, so know your way oh. off. You said labia. It's uh, basically on the top of her jaw, like this oh. this thing right here that keeps your, like the little piece of skin, the little in-between piece of your skin that keeps your sh- mouth Who attached to your, Ronda Rousey. Oh, so she probably sucks. got busted in the mouth and that. Like if you take your tongue and put it on top yeah, of your mouth, I there's a little. Yeah, it probably, hurt. it probably happened during the brawl last week when she ended up through the table and there's blood rushing out of her fucking mouth. And that's all it's worth a fuck to talk about because the rest of it's, <laughs> it's not nothing worth talking about. The rest of it's just stupid well, shit. You know the, Dave the, Meltzer thinking he knows more than everybody else. No, the uh, 2K video game though. Yeah, they put that new patch out and made it to where you can go to creative and try to download a show. And they had to make it to where you can go into the offline creative and you can go to create new show and it lets you do it. But once you get to arena, you can only choose from the WWE arenas. They didn't put the fucking R1 and L1 function to transfer over to custom arenas. So hopefully that's something that they're going to fix in patch 107. If not, then you'll have to use WWE rings. I mean, it's a WWE game, so 
Well, I don't want to use WWE rings. I mean, you probably got to buy their. You got to buy their WCW DLC so you can have them sold out and all that bullshit. I already have it because I bought the NWO version. Well, see, then you already I got. Still, it. I still don't understand why that has twice the value of the regular version. Because you get all the NWO. Because you literally get all the DLCs. Pretty you, much. Oh, you get fucking the. Uh, what do you call it? They fucking year pass every time they come up with a DLC for the next year. You just get it automatically. That's why it's so expensive. Plus the NWO skins. Unless they have fucking Jimi Hendrix playing Hogan's music as he comes out, that bitch shouldn't be extra money. It pisses me off that I get on WWE Network now and they don't have the, the fucking right music on there. Even when Hogan was in WWE as fucking Hollywood Hogan or fucking Hulk Hogan in the red and yellow, he still used the Jimi Hendrix music when he fucking came out. And now <laughs> it ain't that at all. It's either NWO music or it's fucking bullshit, fucking 80s fucking made in America horse shit. So they don't play American Made no more. So you want to hear you want to hear some Voodoo Child? <laughs> I mean, I, I, yeah. When I watch Hogan come out, and especially when he's fucking Hollywood Hogan, <coughs> that's the song. He didn't use NWO's music, but a few times. It's WWE fucking trying to control your narrative with their fucking history. <laughs> we're, gonna, the... we're gonna have to take him to the pit. <laughs> Someone, that's not sanctioned. Someone, I can't well, sanction that. Unsanctioned. Yeah, that's we, we definitely can't sanction. <laughs> so, so it's either got to end with a knockout submission or <laughs> no submissions unless it's sanctioned. Oh, uh, no, no. I said you can give up. <laughs> you tap. Oh, yeah, no you tap, pins. No pins. You tap out. No Canadian destroyers. No tope suicidas. <laughs> no super kicks. No super kicks. So Brent can't wrestle. Hey, hey, it didn't say I couldn't do a swanton bomb. It's a swanton bomb pseudocita. Try to fucking break yourself like Jeff Hardy did. Yeah. We haven't got that far I yet. I would not be surprised if I see Brett swanton bomb something in my life. He talks about it all the time. Anytime he's up off the ground, it's swanton bomb time. It would be cool to see. It's going to happen. I think it's going to happen onto a U boat of like toilet paper or something. Uh, I thought about doing it on that piece of shit table <laughs> see, and chair from yesterday. Going, ah, it does. I'm fucking we're doing a flip. We just put together those tables. He's like, I think I should just swanton bomb through that thing and yeah. smash it. <laughs> he, Brent's going to be the fuck this shit guy. <laughs> fuck. Except Super, at, superhuman. Except at, grocery, at the grocery store. He's going to be fucking swanton bombing <laughs> well, through like a giant. So he fell off the top of a ladder into a bunker a long ass time ago. Yeah. So like he's felt it. He knows it ain't that bad. Yeah, the best part, though, is as I'm laying in the bunker, a lady walks up, and it's not, are you okay? It's, hey, can you tell me where the peanut butter's at? <laughs> yeah. Aisle 17. That hurt. <laughs> as my employee's running over going, oh, fuck, dude, you okay? <laughs> yeah, I think so. <laughs> and then I walk into work the next morning, and they're like, how are you physically walking right now? Yeah, don't worry about it. It's just some stupid update. You realize I would imme- if that was us doing that, I would immediately call nine one one. Yeah, no. <laughs> I panic no. in those I'm, situations. Just to let you know. I'm okay. <laughs> I, I immediately call nine one one. All right, I guess we'll move us on into the uh, indie mud show. And now the indie mud show report. We got quite a few uh, things coming up on it. Figuring this is our WrestleMania weekend preview. There will not be a brand new episode coming out next week. We're uh, going to take the weekend off and enjoy WrestleMania. Well, enjoy is a strong word. 
We're going to enjoy WrestleMania. I'm going to fucking sh- <laughs> probably be mad at WrestleMania. Or, or we're going to duct tape you to this chair and feed you a whole candy bar. <laughs> you're going to enjoy it. <laughs> you're going to enjoy it one way or another. That's right. You're going to watch it and you're going to like it. So, Because uh, I said so, pal. Yeah, Vince gets, well, it's, or Vince gets what he wants. The mouse spec. Or what is it? Stupendous. Stupendous. Spectacular. <laughs> Other words that Pat McAfee spits out. Ooh, underboob. You're an underboob. <laughs> All right, uh, we'll start New Japan. We're down to the final four for the uh, New Japan Cup. Okada, the champ, which is retarded that he's in it because the winner gets a title shot at Dominion. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> NATO is still alive. Zack Sabre Jr. and Shingo. So we'll uh, see what happens there. Uh, what the hell? Fuck it. Uh, NWA, yeah, the Crockett Cup finals this past weekend or last weekend. The Briscoes won the Crockett Cup against, uh, I didn't even write it down. Uh, <laughs> what, they are the first team to win it since, I think, Sting and Lex Luger in like 1988. Something stupid the first like that. American team? No, like the first team since like 1988 to win the Crockett Cup. Who brought the Crockett Cup back? NWO. Oh, I gotcha. <laughs> yeah, so it's the not, it's not really the Crockett Cup. That's <laughs> what they're calling the Crockett Cup. <laughs> you had uh, you had Matt Cordona defend the NWA championship against Nick Aldis with uh, Jeff Jarrett as special guest referee. Jarrett tried to fuck him, didn't he? He did fuck him. Did fuck him? Mm-hmm. I thought he was still a champ. Oh, he did. He fucked all this and act like he didn't see what he see Cordona cheat or whatever. And, all uh, the snow. What? No, Nick Aldis. All the snow. Yeah, <laughs> uh, that was a uh, that was NWA. So uh, sounds like it hurt you to say that. Yeah, it did. <laughs> Ugh, that was NWA. Ugh. We'll talk about uh, Clint's favorite uh, next Friday night. You have a supercar to honor, the return of ROH. But now it's AEW, so he has to like it. Oh, okay. What is? ROH. No, I don't have to like it. It's not (laughs) AEW. It's a completely different thing. By the way, Tony Khan said it was different, so fuck off. (laughs) Yeah, and you can't can't at all disagree with Tony Khan. Don't tell me the door's not going to swing, because it does. (laughs) But It's an open door between the same company. All right, all the shows. Well, right now they uh, <laughs> they put the card that I could find for Supercard. We have a oh my god! Hold on, I got to read this real quick. It's a tweet. It said Triple H and WWE have convinced an entire generation who didn't live through the Attitude Era that Triple H was a giant part of the Attitude Era instead of the European champion who pointed at his cock a lot. <laughs> 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 That's the truth. The truth. <laughs> <laughs> He was European champ for like three years and pointed at his cock every day. <sighs> Hilarious. The big kill Bossa. And it was given to him too. <laughs> which is kind of almost a finger poke of doomish esque WWE moment, which happened before the finger poke of doom, <laughs> except it wasn't really like, it was like a, uh, like a goofy match where him and Sean just like ran back and forth in the ring and then Triple H hit him with like a fake clothesline and he fell down and he pinned yeah, him for I the one, two, three real quick. And it was total like some shit that like thought this was going to be serious. Yeah. yeah <laughs> and it's like WCW tried it and everybody was like, fuck this bullshit and turned it off. And WWE did it and it was like, hey, everybody should watch it. It's great. 
doesn't make any sense to me, man. But it's where things go, I guess. I think it's mostly Tony Schiavone's fault because he was very snide about the way he said <laughs> the shit. That would put some butts in some seats. Yeah. So, Supercard Honor. Yeah, I think that's where we were. <laughs> Mick Foley's a god, man. What are you going to do? Uh, you have uh, Jay Lethal taking on Lee Moriarty. So, uh, you got Swerve Strickland taking on Alex Zane. The Briscoes are defending the ROH Tag Team Championships against FTR. So, we're finally getting that match, guess not at AEW. I think Dick was going to say something until you distracted him. That's my girl. That Jay Cargill? Yeah. Oh, uh, is that the thing that she put out and says, uh, that Nikita Lions? It's just that bitch. Uh, yeah. Where the fuck were we? Right. That gets me lost, too. <laughs> Lord have mercy. The, Br- the Briscoes and FTR. Ah, <laughs> oh, man. Do you think they. Do you think FTR wins and Briscoes go away because Tony can't have them on HBO Max? Maybe. I don't know. No, the F- Briscoes ain't on AEW because of the tweet they put out. Yeah, but they're on ROH defending their championship. It ain't going to be on TNT or TBS TV stations. It's on the Supercard of Honor, the pay-per-view. Right. It ain't going right. to be on TBS so what, or so TNT. So what happens? What, where's the future at? For who? The Briscoes. They'll be on ROH, which won't be on TBS or TNT. How do you know that? Because Tony Khan's already said it won't be on TBS or TNT. No, he didn't. He said that they can't be on TNT or TBS. He's done already said ROH ain't going to be on the same shit as what fucking AEW's on. So they're either going to be on a strictly streaming service, which is what I think is going to happen if he makes a deal with HBO Max, is it's going to be ROH that goes on there, not AEW. Or it's going to be some shit with like like a smaller TV station. Like, I don't know. Fuck, I don't know. I really don't. I I think it's still going to be fucking... One o'clock in the morning, fucking Sunday afternoon at two, three p.m. Whatever the fuck they can throw it in a time slot, or it's going to be a strictly YouTube show, just like NWA is. And then eventually, if it gets some steam behind it, maybe <laughs> they'll give it a regular TV show. But I don't. Outside of them being I think it featured, how many pay per views they sell this weekend? That too, probably. But I think they'll be heavily featured on AEW TV to help get them off the ground, which is probably a bad mistake. The Briscoes won't be able to be on it. But outside of that, <laughs> so do you think FTR beats them then this weekend? No, no. I don't. I think it's been too big of a deal, and I think FTR loses because it's the Briscoes, and they're a better tag team. I think FTR gets them, and then fucking they fade away because they're not allowed. No, I think that's why he lets them win, because if they do lose, then they will fade away to nothingness, because they're not going to be on AEW, and they're not going to be on WWE. They're going to be on ROH or MLW or whatever fucking (laughs) mud show has them. Whatever Mud Show has him. I'm sorry, and maybe the dude didn't mean what he said at all in this tweet, but in 2022, that shit buries the fuck out of you from all big company sources. I'm surprised they even can get a construction job, to be honest with you. It's people that don't. <laughs> I'm saying. Right, you have the, you have the uh, Pure Championship on the line. You have Josh Woods taking on Wheeler Yuta. And then in the main event for the undisputed ROH championship, you finally get the match between Jonathan Gresham and Bandito that was supposed to happen at the final battle. (laughs) I've been hearing about that match forever. Well, I mean, Bandito got COVID, so. Right. Ended up being what, Jay Lethal and Jay Gresham for the ROH championship? Probably a better match. Which... Here's the thing I don't know. Is this going to be fought under pure rules? Because Gresham said he's only going to defend the title under the under pure, pure rules. rules. But then they just announced that 
uh, yeah, that dude's defending it. The pure sport. Yeah, Josh Woods. Josh Wood. <sighs> so we'll see who walks out uh, as the undisputed ROH champion. <laughs> and Doesn't matter to me. Yeah, we're we're a wrestling podcast, so I figured we should cover it. T- so. Tony Khan ought to probably just cancel ROH. I've done said that. I don't know, fucking for about three <laughs> years now. Not Tony Khan, just in general, shit should be canceled. <laughs> I does Jay Lethal go back to the ROH now, or is he staying in AEW? Well, he's on the well, car. It's the same fucking company. Not really. It really, the no. fucking money Smackdown comes from the same Smackdown spot. and Raw are different companies than fucking ROH no. and AEW. Smackdown and Raw are not different companies. Yeah, huh? As WWE, sir. Wardlow also doesn't work for AEW. <laughs> he, he actually does, and he was taken off the roster. Yep. Well, he's not even on the alumni page no more. Uh, yep. Can't get his shirts off AEW shop, nothing. <laughs> MJF told me how to go home. Yep. See you later. Bye. Right, moving to Impact. Uh, next Friday night, they have the multiverse of matches. Uh, Impact has the multiverse of matches. Yep. So, and one of them is actually the Briscoes versus the Good Brothers. So, like, how are the Briscoes supposed to wrestle twice in the well, same there night some, there it's, was somebody else that tony khan was talking about it's the briscoes yeah they have to wrestle twice in the same i think the ftr wrestles twice in the same night also well, there day. was somebody else there was somebody else that tony khan was uh talking about wrestling twice in the same donna prazo was uh if she's gonna be there at supercard she'd have to wrestle twice yeah so whatever well, she has an open challenge at the uh, multiverse. You know they get paid to do that shit, right? What, wrestle twice? Or just wrestle in general? No. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I'm just saying, there was a, rep, a pay-per-view that used to be called King of the Ring, and <laughs> motherfuckers would wrestle three or four times in a night sometimes. I'm just saying, it's not you, a big deal. Are you shitting me? It's not a big deal. And they're a tag team, so it's even bigger, not of a big deal. <sighs> it's probably a big deal this weekend. Yeah, but these... Two shows are in two different locations at the same time, so one of them has to be taped. <laughs> Doink and dink, right? Yeah, one of them is definitely going to probably be pre-taped, I'm sure. Earlier but, in the uh, day and later in the running, day. Running down this card of multiverse of matches for Impact, you have Alex Shelley taking on Mike Bailey. You have an Ultimate X match for the X Division title. Vincent, Chris Bay, Rich Swan, Willie Mack, Jordan Grace, and Trey Miguel the champ. So, I don't see the point of putting fucking Jordan Grace in this match. Is that a chick? Yeah. That's what I thought. That's Jonathan Gresham's wife. And she's in the Ultimate X match? Ultimate X match? That's weird. I mean, she was the first digital media champion (laughs) for the company, too. So, then you have... uh, Diana Praza has the open challenge for either one of her championships. You have Jay White taking on Chris Saban. You got a four-way match for the women's tag team championships. You got uh, Tasha Steeles and Savannah Evans taking on Decay. You have uh, Giselle, Giselle, Shaw, and Lady Frost. And then you got the champs in there, the influence, which is Madison Rain and Tanel Dashwood. 
Uh, Tomohiro Ishii is making an appearance, taking on Eddie Edwards. You got the Briscoes and the Good Brothers in a non-title match. Since when the Briscoes been on Impact? Yeah, I don't know. <coughs> Apparently, they want to wrestle the Good Brothers. You got uh, Moose and PCO teaming up, taking on Josh Alexander and Jonah. They got to get seen anywhere they can because they ain't going to be on any of the main shows. Moose and PCO versus Josh Alexander and Jonah. That's that's odd. No, because Moose is still injured, so he needs somebody to be able to help him through the match. So he's got the 54-year-old PCO fucking taking... Basically, yeah, he's going to take all the fucking shit. (laughs) Moose is going to get there and do all the offense, and PCO take all the defense, and that's how it'll be. And then you got... uh, I love that he's worked his way up to the main event. He needs someone to get beat up, bro. That's not the main event. (laughs) That's upper card. The the main event... (laughs) Uh, Chelsea Green's been faking her broken wrist. Impact, right? Mm-hmm. It's all mid-card. <laughs> it's all mid-card. But uh, Chelsea Green faked uh, breaking her wrist at uh, the last pay-per-view. I've never seen anybody do that before. And uh, it sets up a match. Mickey James and Nick Aldis taking on the Cardunas. So. so why was she faking her wrist being broke? I don't know, to build the fucking storyline to have these four in a match against each other? Uh, I can be in a match. It's not broke. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> I would have probably pretend like it was broke and kept a cast on and used it as a weapon. I like, made more sense. I like that Matt Cardona is a top guy, though. It's like D'Lo Brown not having torn pectoral muscles but still keeping the chest protector. <laughs> well, yeah, it's built-in armor. Right, so why wouldn't she just keep her mouth shut about having a broke arm, use the cast in the match, and then take it off at the end like, ha-ha, I fucking fooled you all along. Because it gives a reason for her and Mickey James to no, have No, they're that. typical TV bad guys letting everybody know they're fucking playing before it fucking pulls out or you know goes through. Stupid, ignorant on their part, bad booking. At least she's not saying she has a pen, I don't even watch pen it. in her arm that gives her an advantage. I don't even want to watch it no more. <laughs> you weren't going to watch it to begin with. You're right. <laughs> unless you I might have unless no, I told no, him definitely not now <laughs> alright moving on to NXT 2.0 uh, uh, you, you had the uh, final of the Dusty Cup for the women's you had uh, Wendy Chu and Dakota Kai taking on Io Shirai and Kaylee Ray Io and Kaylee Ray are the new Dusty Cup champions you had, two, yeah. you had two qualifying matches for the uh, North American ladder match at Stand and Deliver. You had Roddy Strong taking on Solo Sokoa. And then you also had Grayson Waller taking on A-Kid. Who you guys think qualified? I don't care. <laughs> Not A-Kid? A-Kid? He's in NXT. He didn't qualify for jack shit. Oh. A kid did not qualify yet. See, boom, told you. AWW ain't letting him do two things at once. Fuck out of here. <laughs> Grayson Waller qualified. Solo Sa- Solo Sequoia qualified uh, next week. He had this dude show up, blew it up like it was gonna be the greatest shit ever, and then buried him in his first match. <laughs> sound, next- like, sound like Triple H might still be in charge. <laughs> next week you have a triple threat match. The three losers of the three qualifying matches. Is Shawn Michaels still in charge? As far as I know. Yeah. That's weird. Triple H is in charge. He's texting Sean what to do. <laughs> Fucking Tommaso Ciampa cut a promo, put everybody the fuck to sleep. That was the week before. Fucking, oh yeah, that's right. Him and his Armageddon speech. Yep. 
then uh, next week you get uh, Cameron Grimes, A-Kid, and Roddy Strong in a last chance qualifier for the North American title match. And then you actually had Ron Roddy Strong's on NXT 2.0. Yeah, he's, he's the leader of Diamond Mine. He's been on there, but oh. He ain't been on I there. I thought he went he's... to 205 Live and then went to fucking level up or whatever. No? No. Uh, no. And then you had a match, uh, Braun Breaker taking on Robert Roode. Building up the uh, match at Stand and Deliver for the world title between Braun Breaker and Dolph Ziggler. Actually made me forget. Actually, it reminded me of... Uh, how good Robert Roode actually is in the ring because they never fucking use him on the main roster. You know, they just don't let him wrestle on the main roster. Yeah, that, well, that's what I'm saying. They don't use him. They don't. Uh, they have three minutes to showcase. They get all their shit in, and that's it. NXT, they Dude, actually. I've always have been a match. big Robert Roode fan. Me too, but they on the main your roster, money, you don't get to have a match. The shit. Fucking even when he would come and show up as the, the gimmick where he came out with the sweet entrance and all that. That's all it was about was the entrance and then he'd win a match real quick. He yeah, still I mean, he had, he had some decent matches though. Which he had he used his inglorious entrance. Yeah, the glorious shit. Like that's Vince McMahon, I guess, fucking loves that shit. But then he gets in the ring and he's like, Now you got two minutes, pal, get your shit in and pin him. His problem is is like everybody didn't realize how small he was because in impact he was one of the bigger dudes or whatever. And like when he came to WWE, like in the land of the fucking giants or whatever, like he's actually a pretty small dude. And like it's no like his his persona of like the suits and ties and shit that he had in Impact and everything get, no. doesn't get over for a small guy in WWE. And like you could see it visually, like he looks bigger on the Impact TV show than he does on SmackDown. Yeah, rings are smaller on Impact than they are on SmackDown. <laughs> That's true. Cameras are smaller, buildings smaller, people are smaller. Right. All right. Card, stand and deliver next Saturday, WrestleMania Saturday. Kicks off on Peacock (laughs) at noon. Probably be the first NXT pay-per-view that doesn't do better than WrestleMania, the week of WrestleMania. This will be (laughs) the first one ever. (laughs) Like the last three years, they've had the NXT pay-per-views have done way better than fucking the actual WWE pay-per-views or the actual WrestleManias that weekend or whatever. Vince McMahon was shitty about it. <laughs> Especially the one in Brooklyn they did. Well, NXT stand and deliver. You have the uh, North American ladder match. It's a five-way. Carmelo Hayes, the champ, taking on Santos Escobar, Solo Sequoia, uh, Grayson Waller, and then it'll be either Cameron Grimes, Roddy Strong, or A-Kid. Too many people. I'm saying Sequoia Seminice wins. All right. I don't even care. There's too many people oversaturated ladder match. <laughs> well, you got to remember who's running NXT right now. All the ladder matches got to be. Right, which would make sense for him to have it be a one-on-one ladder match rather than <laughs> a five-man ladder match. But Next, you got LA Knight taking on Gunther. Ooh, that's bad. Yeah, Gunther will win because they don't let LA Knight win anything at all. <laughs> they don't. He shouldn't be on there anyway. He should be on the main roster winning everything because it's his game and he cuts the best <laughs> promos and he's got the most fucking charisma out of anybody in the whole entire company. <laughs> he does. He's better than anybody on the mic almost. He comes up to the main roster and fucking that? Roman Reigns have to acknowledge him. Who who did he used to be? Eli. Uh, Eli Drake. Drake, yeah. Motherfucker's always been good. Yeah. Even an impact. And I ain't a fan of that shit, but he was <laughs> worth watching because they get the fucking be on Facebook scrolling. And every once in a while you see the little videos and whatnot. His shit was good shit all the time. He came to WWE. I'm like, yes. 
And they just have the only thing. The only time he's won is when he won the fucking million dollar championship. <laughs> that is like the only time he's won. Yeah. <laughs> Next, you got uh, Tommaso Ciampa taking on Tony D'Angelo. I'm saying Tony D'Angelo. Well, yeah, he's gonna be the new Don. Yeah. Of- after, like I said, what two weeks ago, Ciampa come out and fucking cut the Armageddon promo, like he's about to fucking retire from fucking wrestling, and dude come out and fucking made the segment even worse than what it was already. And now they're wrestling. That's Danny <laughs> He did. Grayson Waller's terrible. No, not T- Tony D'Angelo, not Grayson Tony Waller. Tony I'm sorry. Yeah, he came out and did like... <coughs> like he, he, terrible. he did like his best Goodfellas impression. <laughs> yeah, you think I'm a funny guy, yeah? We should wrestle, yeah? It's terrible. It's going to be, be the next Don of NXT. It's fucking terrible. He's from Chicago, not... I don't give a fuck where he's from. He fucking sounds like an asshole. <laughs> And you need to get rid of his stupid little hat. It's a bad gimmick. It's fucking WWE 1994. <laughs> WWF. It's bad. You got the uh, NXT Tag Team Championships on the line. Imperium, MSK, the Creed Brothers. Well, I've even watched NXT and I still don't give a fuck about these. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, after Io Shirai and Kaylee Ray won the Dusty Cup, this is the weird part. Uh, they both decided that they don't want a shot at the tag team championship, so they inserted themselves into a now four-way match against Mandy Rose and Cora Jade for the NXT Women's Championship. What? Why now? So they did all that work with the tag team shit, and then... To get a world heavyweight shot from and, both yeah. of them? And then fuck it. We're, no, fuck the tag team division. We're not even going to... And fuck the storyline. Fuck all the build-up. Both members of the tag team get a fucking heavyweight championship chance at the same time it's so they can protect mandy rose from losing the title but still it's we did all the storyline did all this work did all this build up right before wrestlemania right before the big pay-per-view and fuck it. or it's to it's to have three main women taking on that Corey jade who they want to put the title on because then why waste the time to do the, the build up for a match and the pay-per-view and winning the t- and all that why waste their time why waste the time of the people <laughs> it's bad booking it's terrible shit yeah, Horrible. which is the way they did that. You should have just had Wendy Chu and Dakota Kai fucking win the fucking Dusty Cup. dog turds in my mouth. That's what it is. But then you're also not going to put two of the top stars up against the two green fucking Gigi Why? Dolan and JC Jane who shouldn't even be on TV other than they look good. Let them get their asses beat. Go for it. My I'm fucking jobber's been getting beat for years. I'm a Gigi Dolan fan. So let them get in the ring, get their you asses beat You just like her around. booty. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? This is bad. Terrible. So instead, let's oversaturate a world heavyweight title match and have I mean, so many women in it that fucking idea anyway. Just uh, as bad as a cruiserweight it's bad. division. It's all bad. Terrible. The, the main event, you got Braun Breaker getting his rematch against Dolph Ziggler mm-hmm. since he never actually got Braun, pinned in the match. Braun, could you smile a little more, Breaker? I was watching Botchamania the other day and Braun Breaker was featured quite a few times. He fall off the middle rope to the floor on his face. Well, no, he, just this match last week, he fucking. Missed a meat hook clothesline, something or other. Meat hook clothesline? Whatever the fuck he does. His little running fucking... Steiner line. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that that's what they were really calling it, the meat hook clothesline. That's what they called Rybacks. He's Nobody likes Ryback. <laughs> See what he, tra- he tweeted after Triple H's retirement yeah, shit? He's like, yeah, good thing you're in good health, but you were kind of a prick. Like, yeah, what a piece of <laughs> shit, dude. You were one of the worst wrestlers that WWE ever had, and you just... I loved him. Ungrateful motherfucker. He brought me back to wrestling in 2012. He's a fucking penis. All my nieces and nephews, man, we walk around, like, fucking pick him up, put him on my shoulder, feed me more, and throw him off. Yeah. <laughs> 
Well, that's all I got for uh, Andy Mudge report this week. Shit made me depressed. <laughs> well, we'll, well uh, buckle up because we're about to talk about Raw. <laughs> yeah, so uh, we'll be right back after this for the uh, main course because Dick still hasn't done cream of the crop yet. <laughs> I, I don't know, man. Like the only thing I I really don't like about it is like you know clicking the link and and coming to where our show's at and we can't even like it's not where I listen to any of my podcasts at so. I don't know. I'm kind of over it by now. You mean going on Facebook and finding our uh, page every week? Yeah, yeah. It just pops up the little window or whatever, and you got to listen to it from there. Well, the actually, all messed up. Actually, thanks to our host, Anchor FM, uh, we're available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Overcast, Breaker, Castbox, Pocket Cast, Good Pods, Radio Public. We'll soon be on iHeartRadio, Stitcher, and of course, you can find us on Spotify. You both didn't already know that? Jeez, you're idiots. And now, for the main course. Alright, it's time for the uh, main course. Might as well uh, start with AEW this week, figuring this is our WrestleMania preview show, so we should probably finish with WrestleMania. I mean, just an idea. Well, and honestly, AEW is really the only important part of it this week. <laughs> it's been the best thing on. I mean, it was it was a good episode, good outing, but it's more of the same build. Like it's a little bit better writing than been, what WWE has. The, not that they've been flat, but they've kind of plateaued and like are just slowly building from here because it's the same because they still having the same type of matches well i think they finally have a roster because they still have to they could do something with and now we're going to see what they do yeah this third and fourth year is going to be really um interesting to see what they do because they actually have a roster of guys that they can that they're honest they're obviously depending on now they're leaning on a a variety of they got a good variety of guys but there's a fair amount of dudes who they're completely leaning on right now to hold their company mjf um cm punk Daniel Bryan, John Moxley, Darby Allen. Darby Allen, I was getting ready to say him too. Jericho, kind of, but I mean, as far as younger talent goes, uh, you know, they, they, I think they've got enough, um, and mid to not old. Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus, right? And like I said, so in the next year or two here, it depends on which way they go with their champions. They I think stick. Christian's going to be the Michael P.S. Hayes of the Jungle Boy. Oh fuck! <laughs> <laughs> they also still have. What it would be ten or eleven weeks before double or nothing. It'd be Memorial Day weekend. You can't ask me those math questions, bud. Yeah, oh. that's a long time. Oh now. wait, can't can't be. Mo- it's got to be true or false. <laughs> Billy Bob, fingers, right? He's pulling up some fingers. Is that true or false? <laughs> uh, true. Oh yeah, he's all right. <laughs> so uh, yeah, no double or nothing's not until the end of May. So they still have a good solid ten weeks of building storylines. So, I hope it's not this same show every week for the next 11 weeks. Well, I'm, I, I'm not Tony Khan, so I can't tell you. You remember when you that. asked me earlier what uh, was one of Triple H's worst things that he ever probably did? Yeah. So, Alexa Bliss uh, texted the man who came up with the concept of Alexa's playground, so talented in and out of the ring. So, there's one thing that he probably did that was one of the Is worst that the things. Is that evil, Alexis? Yeah. That was Triple H's idea. Yeah, apparently. 
Well, yeah, I would say that's probably it was Bray's idea, right? One of the worst ones. Yeah, he I mean, the first. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. he ain't around, so I guess it was Triple H's idea. <laughs> Triple H had a lot of ideas. Hey, just, like that. that just guy think, doesn't work for this company. Don't believe anything he says. Just think, this time uh, last year, we were seeing uh, Alexa Bliss bleeding black crap out of her forehead. Yeah, well, yeah, Randy Orton was spitting it out too. So yeah. And you think that was Triple H's idea? Triple H, thank you, is a Dusty Rhodes thing. Well, it's like a Papa Shango rewind, fucking <laughs> ultimate warrior bullshit. Thing is, the what the Fiend came back from the burns and all, being caught on fire and death and resurrected just for that shit show. And then what, like a month later, he was gone. So <laughs> it was it's silly shit. Still shit. So, okay, back to AEW. What, night kicked off? CM Punk versus Dax Hardwood? Really fucking good match. Yeah, man. Uh, very good match. Uh, Dax Hardwood. He's the worker. Outside of being a tag team, I mean, both of them are pretty good, I feel like, singles-wise. I've watched, because the one, I when, when WWE Dax Hardwood got hurt when they first came to the main roster and the other guy had to go singles, but then he decided that he wasn't going to wrestle till old boy got Right. Not injured, so he went home or whatever, and he was doing pretty good on his own. I think Cash Wheeler is the Marty Jannetty. I think that, that he got scared that they would he would do too good as a singles wrestler, and they wouldn't let him be a tag team anymore, and that's why he's like, "Fuck it, I'm going home." But collectively, they both as singles wrestlers do really, really good. Every time I've watched them, they had a few singles matches in NXT outside of being top guys, and they were really good fucking matches too. Um, it's it's just they don't have that fucking that world champion look, you know what I'm saying? So WWE would have never took a chance on them being champion of any sort at all. Here's the, here's the big rumor thing. These are those guys. Are we getting Brett? Yeah, I don't know. But I feel like in AEW, those guys are on an even playing field to be able to grab some sort of a a singles run and run with it. They're in the perfect company to do it right now. WWE would not ever let them do that. They wouldn't let them guys get that high on a singles run ever. Brett, Uh, uh, Brett commented on that earlier. Today. I don't know about that shit though. Bret Hart's comfy where he's at. And like, they asked like, him about it in an interview. In I think he lives in Italy or some know. shit like that. They uh, they asked him about it and he said, uh, they asked him if he's going to return to AEW. He says, and do what? <laughs> right. Like I said, outside of the own heart cup, which, you know, his his wife and kids or whatever are pretty much behind that. Yeah, like, that's a bad look. Like, I don't. Look, it's this bad look because it's his brother, but I feel like it takes away from Owen if you put Brett in there, and then it's like, oh, it's Brett Hart, fucking fuck Owen Hart, we got Brett. But it's, it's about it's Owen. Just like, have Owen. It's just like what the WrestleMania right, where, but then it's Brett Hart outshining oh. Owen when you put it in there, and it's supposed to be the Owen Hart thing. You know what I mean? It's like I the like. it's like the WrestleMania where Owen beat Brett, but by the end of the night, Owen, or Brett was the world champ. <laughs> yeah, but that <laughs> kicked off a whole year long fucking feud of just some of the greatest wrestling matches of all time, of all time, <laughs> all time. Because that the, at the very end of that WrestleMania, they show Owen Hart standing. All the everybody in the ring's got Bret Hart, Bret Hart hoisted on their shoulders, parading them around and shit. And Owen Hart, who beat his brother, who was fucking should have been on top of the world that night, had to sit and watch his brother win the world title after he beat him. And when he beat Bret, that should have automatically made Owen Hart the number one contender. Agreed. <laughs> uh, and it didn't and then he won at the end of that Wrestlemania Owen Hart standing there with his hands on his hips with a disgusted look on his face and after that, that the, whole I'm year not a nugget that storyline no nah, that started a little bit later because J- uh, Jerry the King did that shit and that was a little bit later but it, it stemmed from that because that's when he became a big like a bad guy and they went into the whole 
they got into the match where um, they made the mom throw the towel in or whatever because she felt so bad because Brett was getting beat so bad and all that <laughs> yeah. shit. It was just some of the greatest shit the WWE ever did. Um, and it was, I don't know, just can't, t- can't, can't talk about it anymore. I'll talk about it for six hours, but... <laughs> But I don't know, man. We want to feel the passion, Clint. Yeah, you should. So get, Bret Hart get on to WWE to... Network and watch it because it's good. Bret shit. Hart coming to AEW? I don't think so. No, I don't. One of the worst. Maybe things, Bruce. I would love to see it. One Maybe of the worst. One of the worst things we didn't get to see in Owen Hart's lifetime is him with a world championship. Maybe Bruce or Teddy Hart. Maybe Teddy Hart ain't grown. No, he's gonna come to control your narrative. Um, maybe Blade Hart. Maybe Bret. Oh, we're, going, we're going to the Viper's Pit. Maybe no, maybe it's not sanctioned, Brent. Uh, <laughs> maybe Brettelson the son, or maybe Natty will come from WWE to AEW. She's a nightheart though; she don't even count. <laughs> she's got a match at WrestleMania, but she's a nightheart. She's not a heart. <sighs> she's like a cousin that got married to. It wouldn't surprise me to see Natty jump to AEW. Do you say she's like a cousin? The Nightharts are cousins to the hearts. Her mom's, a, her mom's, her mom's a, heart. a fucking heart, right? And Jim Nightheart was like somehow a, like some like a third, fourth cousin removed from the hearts or some no, shit. I don't like think that. they was cousins at all. I think he just married a heart. So that makes her her that makes her a heart. I think they're somewhat. No, related. that's only in Arkansas. And I think they were keeping <laughs> it, keeping the <laughs> keeping it hardish. If you if you understand my meaning, uh, just because she's got a little, she's a bastard. Then, if anything, a bastard. <laughs> she's a bastard. She ain't a fucking fullborn. <laughs> <laughs> Your daddy married into the family. You don't count. And she ain't even know it. And she. Ain't nowhere near worth a step to what Brett and Owen, even Bruce Hart, even was in the ring. <laughs> she couldn't keep up with any of them. I used to be a Natty fan until wasn't you Bruce, pointing shit out to Wasn't me. Bruce more of a referee? Get in and count to five. Just count to five. One, two, three, four, five when Natty's in the ring. And look how many times she fucks up in five seconds. <laughs> Tell about how she's the greatest and all this well, bullshit. Well, well, I've we'll seen see. her fucking cause more problems in matches and like girls that was like, oh, she's so bad in a match. And then she'll be looking halfway good and Natty will fuck the count up because... It's all about, you know, being on the fucking timing, and she fucks the timing every time. She's the worst on timing. Throwing forearms, it's the worst. Fucking the roll-up for the pin. She's got to be the... And fucking how many years she's been wrestling? Forever. Just 15, 20? Just, you can't figure wait. out how to do a, a roll-up? Just wait until uh, next Saturday or Sunday when we get to watch her in the tag team championship she match. tried to come out and steal the whole fucking China gimmick with the clad leather and all that like she was a badass. She has a tag... You ain't bad. Women's tag team? Yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. Speaking of that shit, they fucking ruined the whole entire fucking run with Naomi and fucking... Uh, uh, Charlotte? No, the fucking chick who's in charge. What's her name? The fucking... So, so, Sonya yeah, Deville. Yeah. They've had this whole fucking thing going all... And, you know, got to culminate with a rap match at WrestleMania, right? Now, nah, fuck that. We're having a tag team match. And fuck that whole entire fucking... We're not, we're not even doing that fucking whole storyline anymore. Fuck it. All right, I got to get back to AEW. All that build up and all that for that match... Was her, a bad her, yeah, but she fucked with her for like a year and a half to build up to the point where she's sure. in the ring. They're going to have a match, right? WrestleMania, they're going to have a match? Nah, fuck it. We're going to have a tag team match. <laughs> That's right. Now I got to get you into talking about Jeff Hardy, Swan Tominoff. Of uh, no, I don't. Okay, fucking <laughs> make me even more mad. These motherfuckers. Well, yeah, like I said, I got to get you going. <laughs> these so. motherfuckers don't need to be doing that shit either. And the fucking time crowd, the crowd didn't even react to Matt Hardy being in the ring. He's been <laughs> fucking because he here, won't go home for five here, minutes. Here's the bad part: they're on the East Coast. This match is happening at eight something their time. It's daylight. Out. It's daylight out as he's doing like this is pre-recorded somewhere. Right. Well, yeah, it wasn't much live. all is anymore. I don't, I don't think even WWE is live half the time they say it is. 
It's the first time I've seen them add boxes to his Swanton bomb. They had to. He can't do that shit without breaking in half. He'd need a fucking blast from an opium pipe after he did that shit. That's well, just to get the competitors in there, we had Stink, Darby, and the Hardys taking on Private Party and Butchering the Blade. And the fucking crowd didn't barely make a noise enough. Jeff Hardy was like... Sting off the top like, rope, though, dog. And, and, if Sting off the top rope. Sting jumped off a thing through the tables, all the fucking shit. No, yeah. he's fucking being PCO Sting, about it. He's trying Sting's to show WWE that he wasn't as injury prone as what they said Sting's he was. enjoying jumping off stuff. He's let him be an old man. <laughs> he is. That is he's, true. Like, he never jumped off stuff in his whole career. Well, maybe that's old. why he's doing it, because he knows it's over with after this. <laughs> I'm done, so I'm jumping off shit, boys. <laughs> he's, like, he's like, I got to do the Stinger Splash a lot. How about you let me jump it he's, somewhere else? <laughs> he's Brent with the Swanton. Wait till he gets close to retirement. He'll be flipping off the top of everything. <laughs> that's right. Fucking smashed up all these cereal boxes back here. I don't know. Fucking watching Dick, the video and Brent's just flipping uh, pallet, off the top of the fucking Dick, cereal. Dick laid down on the cereal and I. Fuck's going on back him. here, guys. What's all this damage? I don't know. It's got to be these night guys. <laughs> Definitely blaming uh, Hop on it. <laughs> it's fucking terrible, man. It's terrible, and I don't want to see that shit. They're too uh, old to be doing that shit, and it fucks me up that, like I said, Matt Hardy been around so long, the crowd don't even give a fuck about him going through shit. Oh, Matt Hardy went through something cool. Maybe he won't come back for a while. Like, <laughs> but then every time Jeff looks at the crowd, they're fucking going crazy, <coughs> wanting to pull their dicks out and flop them off the fucking side of the ring and shit. And it's like, it's Jeff just Jeff over, Hardy. Dude. They act like he ain't been on TV in six years, or he ain't been Jeff Hardy in six years. He's that over, dog. He's John Cena. Over. He is not at that over, and he's gonna fuck something up and break himself. <laughs> and he almost did when he fucking couldn't even swan Tom through the table, right? Because they had so many boxes underneath it that he reflected off the top of it and probably cracked his shit off the goddamn cement floor. <laughs> Fucked up somebody's t-shirt buying more than they did anything. <laughs> there was a lot of t-shirt boxes there. Pro wrestling. It was a piece. bad swan Tom. It was a neat thing because all like that human money that Danhausen's not getting. Yeah, the fucking <laughs> Danhausen. <laughs> it makes me I'm laugh. Getting, I'm getting them going. It makes me laugh that William Ringo was like, "Who the fuck's that demon by the ring? What the fuck's he got going? What the fuck is that?" Because it doesn't make no sense and it's stupid. Get him the fuck out of here. He's trash. <laughs> that was rampages. Send week, him though. back to fucking ROH. Or are we still? Was he on Wednesday too, Danhausen? Uh, I don't know. I was fucked up. They fucking uh, <laughs> when they fucking wrestled the goddamn uh the tag team that they wrestled. Fucking Danhausen was out there, and fucking William Regal was just fucking doing commentary. Oh, and fucking he said, "Oh uh, yeah, that, the been, fuck that was last week." Like, who the fuck's that was... demon down there by the ring? What the fuck is that? What's what, what's the point of this even going on right now? Because there ain't no point to it. It's stupid. Danhausen Danhausen's biggest moment was at Rampage. Even even though this you know week. you had William Regal with fucking zombie referees and shit in NXT, terrible. He ruined the ladder match with Wardlow. <laughs> terrible. All of it's bad. Terrible. Get him the fuck out of there. Send him back to ROH if it's a real thing. Well, we might as well talk about John Moxley and Brian Danielson taking on uh, the Varsity Blondes. It, dude, so it's nice. just another week of Daniel Bryan and John Moxley putting on an absolute fucking clinic, clinic finding yep. what it is to be all, at the top of the fucking game and how it's so, ran. It's also Julia Hart's. Uh, they try to do House of Black bullshit storylines, yeah. creep it on in there. In William Regal's words, sorting this place out, putting the finger in the ass of everybody as far as the House of Black shit goes. Which I can give a <laughs> fuck about that shit. Yeah, they just right. need something. It's fat. It's sad that fucking Julia Hart's more fucking over than fucking Brian Pillman Jr. But whatever. <laughs> whatever they ruined their shit with him i don't think brian pillman's like not right in the head out yeah he we, fucking cut we, his hair and then came back with a mullet three weeks later we now know that it's the uh how the fuck it? do you grow that hair so fast is it the uh <laughs> blackpool combat club 
Yeah, that's where we got that name this week. Is it the actual Black name? Club, I think so. Hmm. Yeah, they got an official T-shirt on Pro Wrestling Tees. I feel like that's too much. Blackpool Combat Club. It's too much. It's a mouthful. It's the, it's the BCC. C. At BCC. C. <laughs> Back Blackpool Combat Club. That's BCC. C, right? Blackpool's one word. BCC. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> it's Blackpool, England, right? Yeah. I don't like it's it. It's where William Regal's from. I think it's a weak name. I like it. It's a weak name. I don't even remember it. <laughs> I'm just going to call him Mox and Danielson because it's a weak name. Yeah, I wasn't a big fan of it either. Neat it's group. Okay. Maybe they can get it over because of how bad- badass they're going to be in the ring. But I, <clears throat> I don't like the name of it. It's like the union. It's, it yeah, makes it's no a, sense in WWE. It's a solid wrestling. name. It's not like it's a dumbass name for him. But... It's not 2.0. It's not exactly great. We only use real names here. <laughs> Sounds like something they came up with together. <laughs> Drinking at the bar. I don't know. John Moxley don't drink. He would I don't think Dan and Brian doesn't either. Does well, he? I mean, he drinks like vegan drinks, probably. Oh. The fresh fruits from the ground. Like, <laughs> or whatever you I call William Ringle probably don't drink neither. No, more. Nah, he can't. <laughs> He'd be trying to die and lose his leg and shit. There you go. Could have just, brought, just could have renamed the Straight Edge Society and brought in fucking CM, Punk? CM Punk. They might still. You never know. I'm waiting for, I, I know that everybody's waiting for CM like Punch. a couple no names to hitch with them and like make a group or whatever. Maybe Wheeler Utah. I think it needs to be NWO style and like a fucking Any, another not with the name WWE they got. dude. Comes. Any, you not already got Serena Deeb there with them too. So. Dude, she would be a good addition to it. Not like with the name they got already. It's not going to be no NWO style yeah. gimmick, but no, it's going to be more like American club. top team fight group, like fucking uh, <laughs> uh, Diamond Mind. It's fucking they're all gonna come out and fucking like adidas tracksuits fucking daniel bryan's gonna have them all fucking have their heads shaved and whatnot there's, there's only one diamond mind and that actually had scott hall and uh ddp and John, or johnny flamingo and shit I, in it i don't know exactly what they're trying to do with what they're doing right now yeah, but i think i don't think gonna, it's defined yeah i think it'll be too actually it wasn't too, even johnny flamingo what the fuck was raven's name and uh it, it was in WCW back then. It was like, oh no, it was Scotty Flamingo. Scotty Flamingo, but yeah. you're thinking of uh, what Vince calls him. Yeah. I think I put them together. Who the fuck Johnny Polo? Who yeah. the fuck hired Johnny Polo? <laughs> Either way. <laughs> Still love my Raven shirt that's got Tommy Dreamer laying down. It says been beating up Tommy Dreamer since 1995. <laughs> what were we talking about? Blackpool Combat Clubs. Yeah, I don't like it. <laughs> I have to say it real slow to remember it. It's too to much of a mouthful. Out, right. Someone's going to say that and drool all over the fucking ring one night. And <laughs> right, Jay Lethal and Adam Cole. That's how you know who's been drinking and who hasn't. It was a decent match. <clears throat> I thought it was a great match. Jay uh, Lethal fucking... Well, but Jay Lethal coming out with the fucking... The way Justin Roberts announces fucking Jay Lethal to the ring like he's Macho Man coming to the <laughs> ring. He? And he uses the Macho Man music gimmick when he comes out and everything. Yeah. And Adam Cole, man, I mean, he's Adam Cole. You know what I'm saying? I think it was the best match on Dynamite. I'm still waiting for Adam Cole to do something great. I think this is the best thing he's done so far. I think CM Punk's match at the beginning was the best thing on Dynamite. Mm, it was really good, too. Uh, but to me, I don't know. There's something about this match that's way more uh, physical and athletic than what CM Punk's and... CM Punk and Hardwood put on a classic, for sure. I, may, I made Dax Hardwood look... Oh, yeah. Like a million dollars. And also fucking... Put him over for a singles run, probably. Yeah, and, you know, CM Punk, he's said something about going after the title, so kind of makes him look a little strong enough to be fucking still going after the title, I guess, if he's going to ever do that. 
Uh, but uh, but no, outside of that, I really like the match, and uh, you know it fucking got a little super kicky because they do. Um, <laughs> they do, dude. Here recently, it's been crazy. But. I hate people justifying it by calling it fucking finish. What do they call it? Uh, oh, the false finish? No, finish spamming. Oh, is that what they're? Is that what the crazy kids are calling it right now? Yeah, that's what. It's like, oh, it doesn't need psychology. You know, it's like video games. It's like just finisher spamming. No, I don't like, like it, that. Like as a tech term. I don't like it's that. False finishes. Yeah. I don't like that thinking. I don't either at all. Well, that's Which, what I was going to say is false finishes, but I don't think that's the same thing that you're thinking about. Uh, I don't know. I walked in. I just walked in there. But uh, but no, it got it got a little little indie-ish, a little too indie-ish there. But that same <laughs> thing happened with him and Hangman's match at fucking the pay-per-view. It got a little too fucking steal each other's move-ish type shit. And I don't... That's one thing in wrestling I don't like. 286 super kicks later. As much as I like Steve Austin and The <laughs> Sponge Rock... SpongeBob. <laughs> as much as I like Steve Austin and The Rock, when they wrestled, they stole each other's moves. Uh, you know, that, that shit pissed me off. It's just something I don't know. I didn't care to see it. And <laughs> the first couple times I seen it, I was like, ooh, that's of- insulting. Which, speaking of stealing people's moves, you have Adam Cole stealing the AEW title from Hangman. People have been stealing some shit all week, right? The tag team. Adam Cole also stole the tag team titles from uh, Jurassic Express. Yeah, Yeah, well. Which was. uh, Undisputed Elite, bitch, in the house. (laughs) We ain't winning the The titles or just taking them. Bobby Fish is my favorite thing going on in AEW. The last time that uh, the title was stolen in AEW is when uh, Brody Lee took it from Jon Moxley. He's one double or nothing uh, two years ago. They're here to make a statement. Bobby Fish is 100% not a spam finisher guy. Like, no, he's, he's, he's a fucking a brawler. Real deal a motherfucking Holyfield, bro. <laughs> and, and Kyle O'Reilly looks goofy as shit, but his shit's fluid. And... The only bad thing about Kyle O'Reilly is, is that right when the transition of NXT became what it he's, was, he's he the... was finally on his singles fucking shot. And now he's back to being fucking the guy who's taking the shots for everybody because he's kind of, I think he's not the youngest. He's the bump guy. But he's basically the bump guy for because Bobby Fish is pushing 40-something, 42, I think, or 43. Adam Cole's the top guy, so he can't take all the shots. And fucking Roddy Strong's still in WWE, so unfortunately Kyle O'Reilly's the So Kyle O'Reilly's the, the Chuck Taylor kind of taking me well i wouldn't put him i would, I would not put him that well. but yeah he's t- he's taking the, yeah he's in that role for that group though because, yeah. because, because trent brett is the old guy that's injury prone until they get somebody else you know whoever that may be if they get anybody else. i really wish fucking roger strong would have not fucking signed a contract i think he wishes that too probably now but <laughs> he, you know it is what it is and everything fell the way it fell so well, figuring in the last match that he actually had before losing to uh, Sokoa was getting your ass kicked by Walter or <laughs> Gunther, whatever you want to call him. Uh, Gunther Stark, you boat Nazi captain? <laughs> no, it's just Gunther. Well, World War II. Gunther. No, it's like Central Perk coffee barista. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. All right. Where were we? Rampage, I think. Well, I know that. Then you had... Uh, America's top team and uh, Sammy Guevara and the Ty Conti bullshit about the uh, TNT title and Dan Lambert wearing it around his waist and Sammy and Ty yeah. being like, you know what we do with that title, right? Yeah, what show was that on? 
Dynamite. Dynamite. Did you see oh, the picture they posted? Yeah, where they're both butt naked in the bed. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I did I, see that picture. WWE probably frowned upon that after Paige's whole debacle, huh? <laughs> so, I don't know. Maybe. WWE still might be making some money off of that. Who knows? <laughs> I miss Paige. Somebody get money from Pornhub. Yeah. Well, they keep offering jobs to Dolph Ziggler. That's why Brad Maddox doesn't work no more. He was a terrible trash wrestler anyway. <laughs> but Paige a, wasn't, and I miss having her around for just anything, to be actually honest. Actually, she had a... I actually remember this segment the most just because I love Dan Lambert's fucking bullshit, just asshole <laughs> comments. <laughs> she was, like, really fun and entertaining to watch. Dan Lambert's, like, all over the place now. You know what? Everybody. His shit was terrible the other day, though. Uh, uh, they need to get. Uh, I, I enjoyed it, but they need to get fucking. Uh, I think it was Rampage. He took a bump and his belly was hanging out. They need to get like, Paige Van Zant something to do, or just send her off to be trained. They need to get her husband the fuck out of there because he looks like an idiot <laughs> and he fucking don't know what he's doing half the time. And it like Dan Lambert's getting the point now where I don't think he. I think he's feeling it too much, and he's not. He don't, he don't feel like he did when he first came in. He ain't hitting as hard as he was. No, he spread too thin too. Uh. There's, I don't know. There's, I don't. There's two. They need to quit with the fucking all the UFC guys until they're ready to go, or or whatever they're doing, and especially the motherfuckers who ain't trained and they're <laughs> doing weird shit that they shouldn't be doing. It's bad. Sean Spears looked like a fucking idiot. It made almost MJF look bad. To be honest with you, it did. If it wasn't for him, the whole fucking segment would have been just trash. Man, I must have fell asleep or something. I thought it, it was bad. It was bad. If it wasn't, like I said, it wasn't for MJF. Yeah. That's what we're talking about nice is MJF sending Wardlow home. Yeah. If it wasn't for oh. him coming out and saving the whole entire fucking segment, it was just fucking terrible. <laughs> What's his nuts? Uh, uh, you know, the pinnacle's not over, right? Right. Yeah. Be like, yeah, but you guys haven't been in the same ring together for months. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I think it's kind of over. And uh, figuring Tully's fired, so he's gone. Did they have the power to fire Tully? What do you or mean? just as their manager? Because is, oh, is he still well, in the pinnacle? I mean, they're down with MJF, so or I'm sure F- he's... he's still, is FTR still down with MJF? Why wouldn't they be? He said pinnacle's still a thing. Oh, they just... Sorry, so, so now, I mean, Tully, Tully was their so, so manager now, before. So now you got, that, MJ, so. you got MJF, you got FTR, and you got Sean Spears in a chair. That's the pinnacle. Yeah, two chairs. <laughs> two chairs, <laughs> Two chairs. Two chairs. Yeah, two chairs, isn't it? Yeah. It was bad, though. Sean Spears looks like a fucking idiot. The yeah, suit, he's the biggest disappointment. The suit with a stock. Of AEW the suit so far. You wanted the perfect 10, didn't you? No, no. I love the perfect 10. And then he got shit upon. His suit with the, be- the... He's got like a beanie cap with a suit on. Biggest moment of his career was coming out Royal Rumble at number 10 yeah. a couple times. And yeah. then uh, I, had, I expected in, big things, but then he didn't. In, showing up in AEW and hitting Cody in the head with a chair. <laughs> Best thing that ever happened for Sean Spears was the chicken Mary. Well, he was in the he was in the original All Out or whatever. Uh, the what fucking match they had? Oh, the big pay- Royal Rumble pay per view. The one from had. Vegas yeah. or whatever. Yeah, where the fucking ten motherfuckers come out at the same time. Like he was one of the first ones. Yeah, I was like, damn, like he might get a shot in this motherfucker, but he's sad. Makes me sad. Mm-hmm. So you're saying his best thing is Cassie Lee? Yeah, his wife <laughs> is the yeah. best thing about his career. Peyton Royce. All right. yeah. I'm saying the three seconds of the crowd popped at Royal Rumble when he came out at number 10. It's the biggest thing that ever happened to him. Everybody chanted, 10, uh, 10, and then he flew over the top rope and it was down. And now 10 stole it from him anyway. Then we had uh, Red Velvet and legit Layla Hirsch. <laughs> yeah, that was a bad match. 
Again, Layla Hirsch. I'm almost positive I fell asleep because I don't remember none of that shit. Layla Hirsch didn't. She made this match look bad. That's because she's 410. I don't know that it's that. I think she just tries to do more than she is capable of doing. I think she'd have she's a good 410. Match with, she'd have a good match with Hornswoggle. If she would keep it to technical. I don't even know if that would be a good match. And what's the bull that used to come out with Carlito's brothers? Torito. <laughs> uh, if she would keep it to technical wrestling and brawling style, she would be perfect. But instead, she tries the flippy shit. She tries to do pick up people, put them on the top rope, do this jump off of here, fucking to this rope, to that rope. And it's like, dude, you're not you're not built for that. You're <laughs> built for, like I said, if FTR was a chick, they would be fucking Layla Hirsch. Uh, she needs <laughs> to wrestle in matches, not try to be a luchador, because she is not. She's not, she don't got the shape. I don't like her at all. Not that she's not a good wrestler. She just is trying to do way too much and it's hurting her matches. She grapples a lot too, though. She does, but not to the, I mean, she does, she does, but she does to the extent of like, get you on the ground so I can climb on the top rope and do some shit I'm not capable of. <laughs> like she's going to hurt somebody or herself probably is what's going to happen. But I think she made the other chick look bad, to be honest with you. Red velvet. Mm-hmm. And I like Red Velvet. She don't get a whole lot of time She's on Brock TV. Brock Lesnar doing shooting star presses. Wasn't that bad. She didn't about fucking... You gotta stir it up, stir it up, stir it up, stir it up. She didn't about kill herself by landing on her head, but like... She's what Brandy wanted to be. Kind of, yeah. <laughs> she got Brandy's match against Jade and Shaq. That's true. <laughs> so, uh... Then I called it a few weeks ago. Uh, Nyla Rose will be fucking Thunder yeah. Rose's very first opponent. You got to make her look strong. That's that Nyla Rose. She's beat her like fucking seven times in AEW already. So it's like, you know. But you got to make her look strong as champion. Win, and it's like Vicky Guerrero with her excuse me. And it's ah, <laughs> fucking. And she was doing it hardcore too. Yeah, they didn't let her cut I mean, a promo. She didn't need to cut a promo because she just said excuse me so much that it made me want to. I don't know. I almost had to hit it mute. Because it was so shrilly to the point where, I don't know, I just can't handle it no more. I was so glad it was done in WWE, and now i got to hear it again. And it's just, <laughs> Excuse me? No, it was worse than that. Yeah, I know. That's because I'm not, I'm not screeching. Nails on a chalkboard were, like, I don't know. <sighs> and then... Uh, Gives me agita. Yeah, John Silver and Alex Reynolds taking on the Jericho Appreciation Society. <laughs> Chris Jericho. This should have been Daniel the first Garcia. match on the card, and the first match should have been the last match. Yeah, probably. First match was CM Punk and Dax. Should have been the main event. And the Jericho Appreciation Society match should have been the very first match because it was clunky as fuck. I'm not completely sold as as this is a Jericho reinventing himself again, being another successful run thing. I'm not sold mm -hmm. on that. I think yet. he's trying to get the kids over more than him reinventing himself this time, to be honest with you. Because if you noticed in the match, it was more around they wrestled a lot more than what Jericho did. And I think it's kind of more to keep himself more protected now so he can stick around a little longer longevity-wise. And now he's got Daniel Garcia and fucking 2.0 or whatever the fuck their wild-ass names are now uh, to be able to take a lot of bumps for him and shit. Whereas, well, I, think it, I think it's Matt Martell and Angelo... Fuck, I don't remember his last name. Oh, and Jake Huega. They change their names up like that? Yeah, like something crazy. They use like some really gimmicky WWE sports entertainer type names. <laughs> well, I think they actually went with their real names. 
No, it's like shotgun, shiggy, something or other, and fucking. <laughs> well, no, like the Matt dipping, daring Davy or some shit. Like, like the like Matt that. Martell and the Angelo, whatever. Those are like their real names, but then they gave them bullshit little. Yeah, it's like real gimmicky it, yeah. shit to go with their names. Yeah, it's it's because they're sports entertainers, not wrestlers. You know, their job is to beat up. And then like wrestlers. Daniel Garcia yeah. had fake fake diamond gold teeth this week, so that was really weird because he tried to Be talk like, and he yo spit, yo like, yo. If you're a sports entertainer, Jericho, and I'm a Matt. sports entertainer too. <laughs> Jericho owes Matt Cordona money. Uh, I don't know about that. <laughs> Matt Cordona owes everybody money. Maybe besides Joey Janela. They, they, they had a couple matches. He hurt one of my heroes, so he can go fuck himself. <laughs> oh, fucking X-Pac. Yeah, fucking X-Pac. Come back match and you're going to get hurt because you're a fucking douchebag can't wrestle good. <laughs> That's been Jelly Nutella's entire career. You're fucking Pit Vipers. You used to try to get him over if I remember correctly. Hey, man, yeah, the bad boy. Me? <laughs> I'm a fan of the bad boy. Maybe not now, but I think I didn't know that been. his name is the bad boy. He so ain't a yeah. bad boy. He's a shitty wrestler. <laughs> and then That's they should be called. And then they put Sonny Kiss with him, which was even worse. I think I seen him on TV one time. It was the one night he wrestled Kenny Omega on a dynamite. It was like one of the very first dynamites he wrestled Kenny that's Omega. Like, that's like the highlight of his career. Right. It's the only time I ever seen him on TV. <laughs> he actually is the epitome of fucking indie mud show outlaw fucking mm. yeah him and Nick Gage both actually that might be what's gonna happen when John Moxley drops the GCW title eventually <laughs> but right now Brett Lauderdale's riding that John Moxley wave I mean I would too super popular wild thing <laughs> I still hate that song I love that fucking Dude, I, love that I think it's the shit if they want to do that they need to switch the video because the video doesn't fit the song. And it was one of Dale's favorite songs too, so it's kind of kind of <laughs> cool for me to to get to watch him come out to that shit. Actually, I probably would have been a lot better if they just played the Trogs version instead of the one from the movie. I don't know <laughs> what that means, but I like whatever version they're playing right now. I think it fits them. That's the one from Major League. That's not the original people that did it. <laughs> well, it's probably cheaper for the fucking reinvention, my man. Oh, I already pay enough for fucking Orange Cassidy. Oh, I bet Charlie shit. Sheen's getting a paycheck somehow. And they pay enough for CM Punk <laughs> shit. That we got to buy some cheaper versions. Oh, of dude, a Tony's fucking paying for music is nuts. If they end up with Undisputed Era music's in w, in uh, AEW, I'll be I'll be pumped, dude. I think it'll be fucking awesome if they end up with that music. Just speaking of that, Cody owns his music. That's just why like, I think when he shows up, like it'll be Hardy American owns. Nightmare music. It'll be like all fucking dark, and it'll be lightning bolts. People think it's The Undertaker, and it'll be Cody, pal. It's just like how Jeff Hardy owns the Hardy Boys. Music. What if a bunch of druids come out, like Undertaker's coming out, and then fucking all of a sudden fucking, Cody, fucking Cody fucking flows his shirt off, and it's fucking Cody instead of a druid, and the rest of them are all still druids and shit. And he cut, what if he comes back? What if he what if he comes back and Triple H's chair and they call him Cody the Creator? <laughs> and he Cody takes and he takes control of NXT and shit. When do you think Triple H would be so mad? Oh, that'd be sweet. Well, at least you gave me something to lead in with because you were talking about a Rhodes. <laughs> so Rampage, you had Dustin Rhodes Dude, taking Rampage on Lance Archer. One of the better episodes Dude. I've seen of Rampage. How bad did he get beat up at the end of that match? Pretty he got bloodied and put through a table. I bet you he leaves and goes to WWE now. <laughs> nah. After the promo, he his, after he the promo he cut on was uh, might have been YouTube or Dynamite. He cut a promo because they showed it on. I know they. Sh I don't know when he cut it, but I think they it was showed probably it. on Dark. 
they showed it on Dynamite. Mm. And I was like, ooh, that's a, almost like a promo that you would cut on your way out on the door. <laughs> you know what I mean? And he put a lot of passion and heart into it. And I thought, you're the last Rhodes left standing here. They were referencing the two-year-old storyline of him losing to Lance Archer in the TNT title tournament. Yeah, he cuts this hardcore, this hardcore thing about, and it was like just super, super passionate. I was like, you know what? Like I said I think that's an out the door. That's a, probably his last and they, match. And they used the heart storyline for that because Cody's the one that threw in the flag to get Dustin uh, give up because Dustin was going to quit. That's I'm, one thing they've truly wanted that has happened, but not nah, really is fucking Dustin and Cody at WrestleMania. I don't see that shit. I'd love to see that shit, though. But I think... It, I like, think Like, I've seen all the Dynamites, like, pre that one, but that is the first one that I watched coming back to wrestling yeah. when Scott and Lucas are like, oh, man, you got to check out AEW. And well, we had that match. I watched it. Yeah. And then you also had uh, Darby and Sammy in a ladder match. Wouldn't surprise me if you don't see Dustin in AEW again after that. Actually, I don't even think it was a ladder match. I just think they brought the ladder in and they fucked each other up on it. <clears throat> he have him one more Legends run as Gold Dust. Have him show up Royal Rumble next year. Get in the Hall of Fame. Do a match at maybe WrestleMania. Already a Hall of Famer. See you later. Ain't he? Gold Dust ain't in the Hall of Fame yet. Yeah, he is. I don't think so. Pretty no, sure. I don't think Dustin's in the Hall of Fame. Dusty is, but Gold Dust ain't. Dustin ain't. Luna is. But he probably will be next year. <laughs> If Cody's coming back to AEW or WWE and fucking Brandy comes back or whatever, and it, it ain't she, he ain't gonna be far behind. Almost guaranteed. If that ain't his last match, I don't then think, the next uh, match he has will be his last. I, one. I don't but think Brandy. I don't think Brandy's a package deal. I think it's just Cody. He got busted open. He got put through a table. I bet you he ain't gonna be back. Yeah, he ain't in the Hall of Fame. That's weird that he's not in the Hall of Fame. Fucking because he went to AEW. Or I guarantee they'd have had him in there by now. Uh, why ain't he in there? He ain't got bad blood with him. He should have went in there in this last run. Only reason he ain't in there is because he's been in AEW, still actively wrestling. You know what I mean? <laughs> and they don't like that shit. They want him to come in, sign a Legends contract, do the doop doo for us, go out, wave your fucking dick to the crowd a little bit, do the gold dust thing, lose a couple of young cats, and we'll pay you five grand a month. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, and now he'll do that. <coughs> but it'll be like next year, Royal Rumble. Fucking, ooh, it's gold dust music, and everybody will go, oh, God. And he'll go out of the ring in what two seconds, and he'll look like the top guy in the ring. Because let's face it, like he's a fucking animal when it comes to being like I don't know how old he is, but he looks like a million dollars. He's like fifty four or something like that. Every time he wrestles, he looks like a million dollars. Yeah, he was good, even when he was fucked up. He tried to do the uh, what's the move that him and Randy Orton both do really well, like a body press or whatever, like a oh, like the scoop slam thing where he grabs him off the rope and spins power power slam. He tried to do that against Lance Cade oh, too or big. Lance Archer. And too big, too old. He he tried to do that, and like the whole thing was he like tried and was like, ah, yeah. ah, I can't, got stuck. and Too big, too old. Lance hit him down. These smaller guys for to be doing things <laughs> like that. Uh, but no, man, I mean, Dustin Reynolds in general, a story career right there from, what, 19? Dude, I even liked his shit in TNA when he was fucking. Probably, uh, probably would have been WCW champ if it wasn't for bleeding. What was his name? Yeah. The fucking his name was Manic. Yes. Uh, well, they well, they wrestled on a fucking back of a fucking bed of a truck going down the interstate. Was, how many Manics have there been in wrestling? Because I'm pretty, pretty <laughs> I'm pretty sure TJP was Manic for fucking okay. Impact yeah, at man. one point, too. He had some kind of... It was a weird name, something like... Uh, I don't, I don't, I 
I'm not even going to try to think about it. It's something like that. He had a name straight because he came to WCW and he had that weird Undertaker gimmick and it was called. Oh, that was seven. And then he didn't do it though. Like he was like, I'm not going to do this dirty dirt and ripped all the clothes off. And WCW, he was seven. For like two nights. No, not even two nights. He He came out. He's like, I'll be Dustin Reynolds and nothing else. And then he had like a little weird mustache that was black. Black Rain. Black Rain. That's what it was. Yeah. That was even. But Rain was R E I G N. Like Roman Reigns. Yeah. Yeah, but it was before it was, it was black and gold instead of gold and black or whatever. But, but the Undertaker thing that you were talking about, where he had the white mask and shit, that was. He flew. Was they flew. Seven. I remember them flying. Yeah, that was to seven. The room. So they had two vignettes the two weeks before that, and it yeah. was him being outside this little kid's window. Creepy, shit. yeah. It was real fucking creepy. I watched he him, came yeah. out, fucking flew to the ring. Look, yeah, flew to the ring or whatever. Got down, took off the thing. Takes off his hat, throws down his trench coat, takes off the mask, and was like, "Listen, I'm Dustin Reynolds. Yeah. Oh, you just seen me on WWE as Gold Dust. Ruined like, a good gimmick and fucking came <laughs> out with a shitty Dustin Reynolds gimmick and wore like it was uh, Russo's like, idea, and he was pissed about it. He wore like red leather blue jeans and had like a little black, like he fucking dyed his mustache black and still had. He was uh, singing the fucking Sandman, uh, not singing, but. Like saying it as poetry outside the window while he's watching the kid sleep. It's weird. Sleep with one eye open. Yeah, it's very strange. <laughs> They're trying to get sued in Napster style. So you're talking about now I lay me down to sleep. Yeah, yeah. Pray my soul. Or yeah, that. Yeah, but they were trying to soul, do my Metallica soul, shit. And fucking or some crazy shit. Could have like got that. sued by like Napster style. Dick, Dick learned today about. Uh, last prayer. I don't know. Dick learned today about a mashup between a Don't Stop Believing and Inner Sandman that works pretty well. Yeah, it was weird. <laughs> All right, Fuego calling out House of Black, which ends up now we're going to get to probably see House of Black versus Dark Order. Yeah, they came out and... It's just going to be Dark Order getting ran over. Fuego's mask was not... Was too what big they should do is they should get in the ring. That's the last thing I remember talking to you about last night. <laughs> Dark Order should get in the ring with Malachi Black and instead of wrestling, they should all get on their knees and fucking be like, let us all in the House of Black because we're all terrible and need something to do. I like the House of Black. Right, so let the Dark Order become a bunch of heels and join it instead of a comedy shit act and get rid of fucking the goofer, the goobers that are in their fucking group that are funny. Let them go be part of the best friends. So, so have 10 and 5 become members of the House of Black and the rest of them go away? Yeah. I'll stop calling him 10 and take his mask off too. Just be Preston Vance. I don't think he's going to go away from that mask figure and that's what Brody gave him. Yeah, in the radio he said he don't have any plans to take it off. I'd probably hold him back his whole career. Right, uh, you don't have to. But yeah, if fucking you don't. the dark order. Thing is, he doesn't. Look, he doesn't look goofy with that mask all, off either. They should all distance themselves as much as they can from dark order. The dark order and the best friends group need to both break up and go and do something on their own, singles wise. Like they're not good at all together for one thing. <laughs> the dark order shit without Brody Lee, there's no point to. The it. thing is, the most talented point. member of best friends is going to end up being Chris Statlander. Well. Sometimes that's how the fucking shake the I apple tree. That was Wheeler U last week. Uh, you know, joining uh, fucking the Black a, Pool Combat Club. In a, in, a, <laughs> in a year's time, that might mean a lot. That Chris Statlander is the best out of that whole entire group. You know, they might and not. She's going away from the alien gimmick. You know, in a year, the rest of them guys are all kind of forgettable. To be honest with which you, I'm, in, in which I'm pretty ring. sure Chris Statlander is only like 25 years old too. And their storylines have definitely not been memorable. Uh. This is the hardest opponent on no outside of uh, Orange Cassidy. None of them in the whole entire group are memorable at all. You can get rid of Chuck and you can get rid of Trent and the other dude who was there for like a week. 
No, he's gone again. Uh, <laughs> Rocky Romero. That, that guy. Uh, and then let Chris and fucking... And where would Dan Housen go? Fuck him. That's where he <laughs> will go. He ain't got no talent. He's a waste of time. Uh, he was over big on Rampage You could week. get rid of fucking Pudge on the fucking Dark Order. You could get rid of the fucking other dude with long hair that don't ever do, do you shit. Say, you say Pudge. You could get rid of fucking... You, you do realize the Budge thing is him like poking fun at Adam Cole, right? Whatever. They need to get rid of him. Johnny, they, it's Johnny Hungy. They can get rid of him. <laughs> they could get rid of fucking the long-haired dude in the group that don't do nothing. Alex Reynolds. They could get rid of fucking... Uh, Colt Cabana. Colt Cabana for sure. Get him the boom, fuck out boom, of there. Colt Cabana. Ain't nothing but a face in the background. Fuck. Wait, wait, Cabana's here? <laughs> it's a waste of somebody's money. Tony Khan. Uh, I'm they sure. Could, he, they could fucking have Evil Uno be, be a the manager to the House of Black or be their fucking ward. Like have him stand there and hand them crystallized water and shit to drink. <laughs> Outside of that, he don't need to do nothing. He can't wrestle. Which, from a pure wrestling standpoint, I think Alan Angels is the best wrestler in. Uh, and then let him and fucking Preston Vance go be singles wrestlers. Did be do away with the Dark Order? Needs to be done. Ain't no point to it now. It's a comedy act. Like Alan Angels could legitimately be the TNT champion. He's got the fucking moves and. As far as factions go, they ain't even in the top. Just need to learn how to talk a little bit. Ain't even in the top eight factions of all time. <laughs> I didn't even know they were a faction, to be honest with you. You're a faction. Where are we at? Red Dragon, 5 and 10. That's where we're going. Dude, Dude it was good. A drink? Red Dragon, 5 and 10. Sounds yeah. like a drink. <laughs> Sounds like so, it's, on par, drinking. it's on par with MD 2020. Uh, I didn't get to see that match on Friday, so I am not sure. It was really happened. good. I didn't get to see anything that happened on Friday. <clears throat> Keep it going, because this man's about to take off. What? what? I'm here. <laughs> I didn't see. I have. I see nothing on Friday. So I Jurassic can't. Express came out for the save after Red Dragon won and start their beatdown. Put on and a fucking clinic, dog. Adam Cole came out and stole the tag team titles from Jurassic Express. So he did the same thing he did to Adam Page on Monday or Wednesday. Wednesday. Yeah. But did he have the belt with him that he stole on Wednesday when he came out on Friday? No. Because hmm. you know it's only like thirty minutes apart. <laughs> yeah. Did he have a... different clothes on? No. Didn't no. even sell different clothes, huh? <laughs> Story time with Adam Cole, baby. He doesn't Thunder need Rosa, different clothes. I'm just saying Thunder Rosa tried to make it look like it was a completely Dude, different Dude, Thunder day. Rosa had a fucking promo on there that, like, she ended the last, like, four sentences in Spanish or whatever. Like, it was, like, this impassioned fucking promo, and, like, she, like, worked herself up and got real fucking pissed and, like, delivered the last four lines in Spanish. I had no idea what the fuck she was talking about. So passionate of a promo that she dropped was, one of the titles that she fucking bought <laughs> and she's not going to defend it. That's how passionate about wrestling I was she all, is. I was all in. That's all I'm saying was, I'm like, oh, my God. I don't know what she's well, saying, but I love it. <clears throat> I'm glad that they're doing something because they had kind of fucking floundered her title around uh, her winning the title run around so much and flirted with it and didn't give it to her and had her get close and didn't get it and then and then and then and then it's like she finally got it and like it almost got to the point where it's like now nah, i don't didn't care to see her as champion because you waited so fucking long that, and she lost match. well but she lost to Britt baker so many times that it's like now nah, i don't care that she beats her because fucking she's <laughs> lost to her a hundred fucking times like after the second time she lost to her she won that third match Oh, they had me gripped for life with it, but they waited till like match eight. Their match was terrible at the last at Revolution. Um, uh, but you know, with, with with doing things like that, cutting good promos and and good in ring work, you know, maybe she'll she'll win me back. I thought maybe Adam Page would win me over, but he never has yet. That's on the mic and in the ring. They just said the work ethic hasn't been there for me yet. But Thunder Rosa will 
has slowly is going to probably bring me back into being glad that she's finally the women's champion. But I, like I said, at, at a certain point, I think they waited too long to give it to her. Um, but if, if she's cutting promos like that and empowering you of all people, I'm just saying like, like she had me in, she had me getting worked up and shit. And then she just like cut it. it off into four different language for four sentences. Like, and then you sent me a text yes. Then you sent me a text going, I have no clue what the fuck she just said. And then that's <laughs> when Conan needs to pop out of the crowd and go, Viva la raza. <laughs> It'd be cool. If she could lead a faction with Conan as his old guy in her corner. Fucking Santana and Ortiz and Conan be a part of LAX. Well, fucking, uh, what's his name? Just left Impact. Uh, well, that that's something that that didn't happen in the last Hernandez. Dynamite or Friday Night was the Eddie Kingston hasn't been around after that shit. You thought that maybe there would be some kind of backstage promo, him getting the dark, being like, "Hey, he gangsters, I'm gonna just, fuck you up because I'm the no, real wrestler." Gotta, he just laid at home for fucking. They gotta the run the typical Jericho thing where Jericho beats the shit out of somebody and they show up like a month later. Yeah, but usually like Kingston has like the backstage weird promo or he's like sitting in a dark room with his hat all kicked sideways and he takes it off. And and he was really large and he probably had to take some time off. It could well he said he wants to lose a bunch of weight, so maybe he was at home working working hard on getting in the ring, come back and beat up Jericho in a good ass classic match, maybe. Which their last match was at the pay per view was pretty good. I thought it's just it was he pulled the straps down at one point and it was like put him back up, put him back up. <laughs> it's like you're not Braun Breaker. No. Uh, you had Nyla Rose in a squash match against one of Thunder Rose's girls, Maddie Rankowski. Yeah, That's I mean, way too much of a mouthful for a wrestling yeah. name. Just Maddie R's be fine. Actually, I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure she's the. Uh, uh, what is Thunder Rose's uh, Mission Pro Wrestling? Yes. Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure she's the Mission Pro Women's Champ. Uh, yeah, because uh, Thunder Rosa Rose dropped the Missions Pro World Title without defending it. She also dropped the uh, Warrior Wrestling yeah. Championship. Yeah. Well, Nyla Rose dropped their champion in like five seconds. <laughs> well, it's well, because they got to make Nyla Rose look like she's strong after she's lost to Thunder Rosa like 17 times. Same also, thing with Britt Baker. She also they, lost to Britt Baker 17 times. They, that's, you know, they threw Nyla Rose at Thunder Rosa right before she wrestled Britt Baker and she beat her in very quick, easy fashion to like, make it look like she's just going to come in and fucking be, you know, this this beast going against You do realize Britt like Nyla Baker. Rose's biggest fucking win in her career in AEW is when she became the champ and she beat Rio. So <laughs> they're doing the, basically they need to find better ways to write for their females is what they basically need. That's to what do. happens when you let Kitty Omega run a goddamn department. So <laughs> basically what Kitty they're doing. Kitty Omega is a ring talent. They're basically not a backstage the, I talent. He, I thought he was doing the video game. No, he he's in charge of the women's division. I'm he's sitting down a lot. He, uh, he, I know he ain't doing a whole lot of wrestling. <laughs> yeah, we won't even see him until 2023, probably. That's all right. No, it's not. It's breaking my heart. Well, not I have mine. to go to the Viper Pit with one of you guys. <laughs> and, <laughs> no, that's him, not him not being a part of AEW will really show whether they're going to shine or not. Because fucking, there's so many fucking weirdos that fucking turn into fucking AEW just to see Kenny Omega have sex with a fucking blow up doll in the middle of the ring. <laughs> so no, that, that was our age. Well, whatever. Same company now. Which did we even talk about uh, AEW signing a fucking partnership with DDT or whatever? I don't think no. it's important enough to be honest with you. It's a Christopher Daniels side project. Which I didn't realize he's the VP of talent relations. He's the it? only talent. I thought oh, it was okay. international talent. I don't know what the no. hell he is. I just read something. He's the only talent in fucking DDT wrestling. <laughs> uh no, fucking, I seen Hook again. I'm pissed. Yeah, we're on to the Hook. I don't like him. Why? 
<clears throat> a is fucking Titantron bullshit. Is fucking I've seen this video. A Robin Williams movie. It it's literally the fucking logo to hook the movie. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. And uh, wait, didn't it just say his name with a hook in the back of it? It's it's the script from the movie Hook, like the title script. Like what the front of the VHS looked like? The cursive. So they have H-O-O. an actual, they changed it then. Because yeah. it, it did look like uh, Old English. With like the fucking hook from like, I mean it looked like a hook going through it. But it was like, it looked like the Old English, like Compton Old English on his t-shirt. On the t-shirt you buy a hook. So they changed it then to. It looked just like the Robin Williams movie, Doug. Hmm. I haven't seen Rampage yet. I won't get to watch it until tomorrow. QT but. Marshall fucking has a... Uh, Marshall. Um, yeah, he was graduating from his wrestling hey, school. Yeah. Right? It's Marshall. award form for uh, the inaugural... Hey, it's Marshall. Don't try to church it up, dirt. <laughs> for the inaugural uh, student, like, I don't know, something, student appreciation or something award. How he went through QT's wrestling school. Yeah. So oh, it hurts. He come down and fucking uh, what's his fuck with the mask? What? Oh, what is he? Excalibur. He call. He keeps calling him something like the stone faced fucking Tope Suicida. Yeah, that guy. We'll be right back. <laughs> you guys will miss a minute of the action with picture in picture. Stone faced beautiful demon or something like that. He keeps calling him something stupid like that, and he said it like four fucking times. That sounds stupid. And uh. Hook just come out and QT's like, come on, just accept the award. And he took fucking QT's little uh, bump. Aaron Solo. Aaron Solo. And put his head through the award. Yeah, QT's bump taker. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, broke a glass and then fucking Hook left. And as Hook's leaving, fucking... Dan Housen comes out and curses him. (laughs) And Hook just keeps walking and Dan Housen... So Dan Housen came out and ruined the whole show? (laughs) <laughs> he came out and Hook, hooked and, it. Hook didn't even sell it. Yeah, Hook no sold it and fucking. Uh, but he's apparently the only one that can has the ability to not be cursed because it costs a dollar twenty six to have a curse removed. One hundred twenty six dollars. And I, you know what? That, is that shit human, is that human money. That shit was so fucking stupid sounding in my brain that I just blacked out everything you said. And I don't even. <laughs> I don't even. I don't even. Hook no sold it and just moved on. Yeah, good. Be like, Davis, <laughs> fuck you. That tell, shit doesn't work on me because you're tell, an idiot. Tell the dad how's it when it's safe to come out from the popcorn. Hopefully you should choke that motherfucker out in the middle of the ring and leave him pissed out. <laughs> Fuck Dan Housen. Get him out of the ring. On the way home, I, I'm definitely going to listen to Talk is Jericho, though. Yeah, he's on Talk is Jericho this week. I thought Jericho's episode was about getting out of crazy cults. Oh, I'm not. Pretty sure this week's episode's about I getting just seen the thing people on escaping cults. He was on, or is it, or is it A and W uncensored? It might be A W uncensored. Well, then that's yeah. that's Tony and Aubrey. Oh. It's a shit show, is what it is, but a lot of Adderall. <laughs> Aubrey Edwards likes to say fuck a lot. If you ever listen to that podcast, yeah. Uh, uh, Lola Lola Blanc is on Jericho's podcast this week. How to escape a religious cult? I don't know. Ask ask Rhea, or was it? Lola Blanc, apparently, so you should ask. The the Remy chick that got out of Scientology. No, I ain't. ain't. Leah Remy? Yeah. Remini. Well, that's, uh, well, no, actually it wasn't. You had Ricky Starks and uh, Swerve Strickland for the FTW title. It wasn't a bad match. All I was doing is building Team Taz against, uh, what are they now called, Swerve in their glory? (laughs) 
It's it's fucking Keith Lee and Swerve. <clears throat> which I'm pretty sure was Triple H's original plan before Keith Lee got called up and started getting called Bearcat. Well, Swerve was like a, a like a, a a good guy face, whatever. And then when Keith Lee went up <clears throat> to the main roster, they pretty much immediately turned him heel. He's and definitely put him a little extra in the ring. Put him with top dollar. Well, they put him with top dollar, and who who are the other two goobers that he was with? Too the chick and the other guy that couldn't B- wrestle. B and Ashante. Can't the Adonis. Can remember their fucking names, dude. That's terrible. <laughs> it's a steal trap. Unless I've been drinking. <clears throat> nope, that's still. I can't trap. even remember fucking slap dick and fuck face from the stupid ass fucking group that was on Raw. Uh, uh, Mace and T Bar. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Retribution. <laughs> fucking uh, nah. The one's name was Slap Blackjack. Co- slap, slap Blackjack. That's what it was. Or Slapjack. Slapjack. No, Slapjack. That's Stevie Ray. Fucking Slapjack was part of Retribution. Slapcock. Slapjack. Like that's that. a real name. Dick Dale. Dick Shane Thorne was Slapjack. Dickhead. Yeah, Shane Horn. Shane Thorne. Little Slapjack. Oh. Now he's Stevie now Ray. he's Shane something. Uh, Wasn't that Stevie Ray's finisher? Well, he had the Slapjack. He'd pull out and hit people in the back <laughs> of the head with that, and then he did like a weird pedigree where he picked people up. Just, just, and then just fall to his knees and drop them on their face. I may, <laughs> I may have bought more shirts Wednesday jump. night from Pro Wrestling Tees, and I bought the, the Ramones cover that says the Ramones, and every single person on the cover is uh, Scott Hall. Stevie Ray <laughs> took control of the but NWO I, by using the Slapjack to win the match. I know. But I also got, speaking of Slap, you said Slapjack, I, I bought a uh, Jeff Jarrett one that says Slap Nuts. Nice. And then I, of course, he had to get a, some more cowboy shit. He bought a fucking uh, Springfield Lucky Hor- Horseshoes hat. I'm going to wear it proudly. <laughs> it's got a fucking horseshoe right the, yeah, the food. Yeah, it makes no sense. The food right on the hat. Doesn't make any sense. I love it. That's what happens when my family goes to Baltimore and leaves me home. No, I mean, not you buying the hat makes perfect sense. Uh, I mean, the fucking <laughs> fact that, that he's calling up the Springfield horseshoes, it's like we're not. It's they're not the lucky. South. They're the lucky horseshoes. Whatever. We're not. It's not the South. We're not Southern. There's nothing horseshoe about Springfield. <laughs> Besides a horseshoe? Yeah, the fucking food horseshoe. But yeah, that's like, what it and, is. And, yeah, and that's, that's the, the logo. logo on the hat is a fucking food horseshoe. Yeah. Oh, it's not like a horse Cheese horseshoe? Cheese covered no, fries it, with it, fucking burger underneath. Like like the one of the <laughs> one of the logos is a is a horseshoe like an actual shoe that a horse would a, wear. It's got a face, but it's holding a French fry that's dripping cheese. Yeah, <laughs> it's fucking amazing. Uh, what you said just killed me, <laughs> <laughs> and now I've come back to life. What are you doing, Jeff Jarrett? He's uh, calling the Miz. Should have called nuts. them the fucking Springfield Slap Nuts or the Springfield Chosen Ones. That would have been dope. <laughs> Springfield chosen ones, and then he could have just had their fucking symbol be a guitar. Come what are you doing, Jeff Jarrett? <laughs> Why am I not your marketer? Get the fuck out of here. Could have come out and talk shit to Step into my team. office. Why? Because you're fucking fired. <laughs> God. I think he's just a money person. Then he's got a team that's doing the rest of it for him. He don't show up and hit somebody with a guitar midfield and hey, last, bullshit. Hey, last weekend I got the highlight of it. The stroke... Skull crushing finale. <laughs> I think we already got our answer there. <laughs> and then you get a shitty Dominic Mysterio match against the Miz. Mm-hmm. But uh, that's this week in AEW. It's Dominic's time, bud. Don't no, you it's not. He needs. He should even. <laughs> no, it's not. Be, he should even be on fucking NXT 2.0. I mean, they're trying to make him be his dad, and he has to slow down to do half the moves because he's fucking awkward and tall. He's not his dad. 
Yeah, he's he not. Looks like he wants to be Seth Rollins. Well, <laughs> he'd have a better shot at being Seth Rollins and than Rey Mysterio. And also 12. Well, he does have and a, actually, a baby face. You see that shit? Yeah. <laughs> and actually, <laughs> actually, Dominic's not even really that tall either. Just he's a lot taller than Ray. <laughs> yeah, well, he should have fucking lifted some weights before. See, his deal was, I think he, pro- <laughs> he should have lifted I think weights. what his deal was is he probably thought that he was going to do something really cool after he got out of school and everything, and then that shit probably didn't pan out the way he wanted it to or thought it was going to. And the fallback was wrestling. Yeah. So instead of lifting weights and like being in a ring since he was twelve, hey, like his dad, he's got like a fucking have you, have you seen a skinny him? fat kid gut and no muscles. Have you seen him when so he I does the six one nine? Like he literally has to do it at like three four speed because he can't <laughs> fucking do it. No, I don't watch him when he wrestles. I turn the channel most of the time. It's like jog. He has to wear a shirt because he doesn't have a six pack or any type. He's got like a weird beer gut. I guarantee it. So he takes steroids like his dad. Yeah. Well. Well, Ray's got the keg going on now, though. But Ray's also no. almost—he should have been. If he, I mean, he'll—he'll he'll be a worker in WWE. He'll never do any. If he wins the title, it's strictly because of his dad. He's got is, a not title. He's had one. He's he been the tag a, team champion. Oh, if he wins sad. a world title, the world it's title. Sad that he's a tag team title. Yeah. If he wins the world title, they only did it because they wanted to have the first ever dad son tag team champion against the, the Usos. But. It, I don't know. He's just fucking. Oh, you can tell he's just there going through the motions because fucking he feels like that's what he has to do. Oh, that and is barbed can, wire. You can see it in his wrestling. You can see it in his face. He's just not good. That's the real stuff right there. And he's got like a weird head, too. He doesn't have like a chin. <laughs> he just has a face that goes to a neck. <laughs> okay. And he dresses like Seth Rollins, which doesn't make any sense. Oh, with the vest. And he has and a hood that. that he doesn't wear. It's he tried strange. to, and it didn't work. So, so now he's trying to. It. Now he's trying to grow Uncle Eddie's mullet. You know what he should have done? Should have <laughs> put a mask on and just tried to be just like his dad. Well. And then he gets, instead of wearing the weird leather then gets, pants, then, though, he gets, then he gets on the top rope and goes like this and does the fucking stupid frog splash. That's weird where you need dad transitional storyline anyway. They should have just not had Ray and then had him. They should have just had him go to NXT his, like every other motherfucker and work his way up, like Braun Breaker and fucking... He's, he, Honestly, he's not. He wouldn't even be good in NXT right now. Not right now. I'm saying from the start of his career till now, like even Holy right shit, now, like from where dude. he started to keeping on going up. Like right now, if he started like in NXT back when Adam Cole and them guys were there, to this point, he might be ready for the main roster right now. Yeah, that'd been two but years ago. Even if you started on NXT right now, he wouldn't be ready for the main roster in a year. But like I said, two years ago, if you could have started him down there when they had all them guys that had been around and traveled and done a bunch of shit. Like he probably could have learned a lot. He would have been a lot better. And that's another thing about him too is Rey Mysterio. You know, he went to WCW, but he was always in he was ECW. He went to New he went to New Japan. He traveled around. Did a Lucha bunch of Libre. Stuff. His son's gonna go to the machine, and he won't ever be able to thrive. And I think that's what a lot of the problem with some of the other WWE guys outside of the system are having a hard time thriving because they never had been any place before WWE. Because they got to do more work now. They didn't know how to. And, and if you look <laughs> like a lot, it sounds to me like they're not obviously with the big E debacle. This is they're not training their people nervous. the way that they should be. You know what I mean? This match yeah. makes your hands sweat seeing them on top of the cell like that. <laughs> Dude, he done about fell through it. They've been hitting each other with fucking bar bar. Huh. Oh, well, you I've keep played watching. it on No Mercy a bunch of times, but yeah, this is this <laughs> match. Is the... There's a match I've seen that you haven't. As far as Hell in the Cell matches yeah, goes, this it, is man. one of the best ones, and it's kind of forgotten about. There's one with Triple H and Jericho that's really fucking good too, and people don't talk about it either. Uh, 
and, and they were like on top of the cage, like beating the shit out of each other. I don't like any Hell in the Cells, though. They all make uh, my heartbeat, but this one's particularly pissing me off. This one was better than the the 98 uh, King of the Ring because Mick Foley fucking didn't fly off the top of the cage at the beginning right. and almost <laughs> died. We're, we're, we're going to move on to a WrestleMania preview because, I mean, the only thing that happens on Raw this week, you have Stone Cold Kevin Owens coming out in the very beginning. And then what? Stone Cold didn't even go well, Kevin Owens like Stone Cold. With the bald cap on. Yeah, it was weird. <laughs> it was great. It was neat, but it was like, he looked really weird with the fucking rubber. I, on I loved I loved it when the music hit for a second time. He starts undoing the fucking knee pads and everything, like being prepared. And then the next thing you know, he just starts laughing. He's in. He's like, I fucking got you. See what they need to do this Monday is he's that like, he again? He's like, he ain't showing up to fucking Chicago. You have retards. <laughs> what what they need to do is that again on Monday, except not cut the music and then have Stone Cold come fucking flying out to the ring and fucking get in there and maybe have Kevin Owens run away and have Stone Cold just stun fucking a security guard or somebody else. You <laughs> I mean, know what K- I mean? Kev stun a security guard. They yeah. couldn't throw him a beer. Yeah, but I'm talking about just to... Oh, dude, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> he killed him. He's dead. Where's some cardboard uh, boxes at for this match? <sighs> They didn't believe in him back then. Nope. Man, I hate it. Rest in peace to the <laughs> fucking career of Mick Foley. Uh, he just went through the cage, that was through the ring. Match? Well, as an active wrestler, yeah, as a 100% active wrestler yeah. every week, yeah, this is his last match. Look at him. <laughs> oh, God, it fucking hurts. <laughs> <laughs> He's got it on his face carrying shit. Oh, oh. my God. Get down, Triple uh, H, before you get hurt. Uh, and then also on Raw, uh, now Seth Rollins tried to take AJ's match against Edge. <laughs> which led to it, which led to a match that Rollins also lost. So now that was his last chance for Til WrestleMania. Till the Cody, yeah. Till the Cody. Till the Cody. And then on SmackDown, pretty much the only thing that happened is uh, Brock Lesnar showed up and hung out in Roman Reigns' locker room, <laughs> breaking his shit. champagne all over the fucking place, and started Break, breaking shit, breaking yeah. shit the entire night. And then See, there was that? some some bad uh, writing, I guess. It was bad. That the, like kind of it was Roman, like Paul Heyman was screaming about, "Oh my God, he's here!" But uh, you're my tribal chief, and blah blah blah. <laughs> and Roman was like, "It'll be okay, wise man." <laughs> and then like he paused for a second, and he's like, "Don't worry." If Brock Lesnar uh, is in my, if Brock Lesnar's in the back room, I'll put his head through a wall. Acknowledge me, <laughs> and, like, and like that was it. And then it went off the air. <sighs> and like that's what that's what we're doing before we go into WrestleMania. So they better do something better this week, otherwise. SmackDown had them running into their truck and taking off. They're doing the same exact shit over and over and over and over again every week. Other than Brock Lesnar coming in and wrecking shit and doing cool, like funny things, Roman Reigns' shit's continuous. At the end of every week, it's acknowledge me, and they go off the air. You know what I mean? It's getting kind of sad. It's bad writing on their part. It's it's lackadaisical. Is that the word I'm looking for, or am I wrong? <laughs> Where you get just sucking lazy and shit. It's just lazy. It, well, it's a bunch of people that don't know nothing about wrestling writing for wrestlers. And that's the sad thing that about it. Honestly, don't know how to wrestle or cut a promo. And the 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 yeah, I was gonna say the or part that the, they're writing promos for people who nobody don't. knows how to get themselves over. <sighs> I think Roman probably could at this point without Man, someone over. writing for him. He's over. But with people writing for him, and then you got to remember what to say in the middle of trying not to laugh at Paul Heyman rolling around on the ground looking like an asshole. <laughs> like, there's no way, man. I, I'd have to I'd have to be able to Ooh. say what I like, go off the cuff of what I feel. There's no way I could remember a script at that point. Well, he's too good in the ring to and I'm I don't know, man. I just it's And and the shit with Naomi really bugs me too. 
because they built that whole entire fucking feud up for a giant match to culminate at WrestleMania. And then it's, well, you know what? Fuck the feud. Fuck the whole entire thing that we've been doing this whole time. We're just going to put them in a tag team match. Fuck it. <laughs> and did you know the Intercontinental title's not being defended at fucking WrestleMania? Yeah, we year? talked about it earlier today. Because <laughs> he's like, you know, I, I forgot, forgot that Ricochet's Ricochet. even the Intercontinental Champion. And I'm like, yeah, and he doesn't have a fucking match at WrestleMania. The last time the IC title was defended was at WrestleMania. No. Last year, WrestleMania, yes. Fucking, it no, got won Sam- by Shinsuke Nakamura. No, Sam- That was oh, on Rick a pay-per-view. Shea, the last Shea's pay-per-view defense then. of the fucking goddamn Intercontinental no, Sam- title was WrestleMania. Sam- it was Sam and Ricochet just a few weeks ago. It wasn't Ricochet at WrestleMania, though. Or well, I was, no. It wasn't at a pay-per-view. No. Right, that's what I just said. The oh, last the last time, time it was at a pay-per-view? WrestleMania, yeah. 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 Full calendar year. Last huh? year. And it was, and then it was, Scott Hall passes away. You're not gonna have a ladder match actually, for the actually, IC title. Uh, la- actually, last year it was uh, Big E and uh, Big E was the champ, and Apollo Cruz came out and a Commander Aziz. Who's that? Be like, that's a fucking big and, dude and from. Then, uh, and then you're gonna have Daba Cabo, and then you're gonna yeah, have Dabba a Sat- you're gonna have a Saturday and a Sunday night for WrestleMania. Scott Hall just passes away. Ricochet is your champion, and you're gonna tell me you can't find a way to put a ladder match. For the fucking IC title at motherfucking goddamn WrestleMania this year. How about fucking getting the IC title a little more fucking prestige? I know Vince McMahon don't give a shit about like mid card titles or whatever, but like he don't at all. Like that point. title was like the second greatest title in the company for the longest time, and then also on top of that, the United States title not getting defended. Finn Balor just wanted him and Priest have a huge like thing going on with each other right now. They're, instead. They're going to be in the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal, and it's not even going to be on fucking WrestleMania. It's going to be on SmackDown on Friday night. They're not at WrestleMania? Mm-mm. So who's the U.S. champ? Finn Balor. But he's not wrestling. He's not defending it at WrestleMania because him and Priest are both in the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal that's on Friday night. It's not even at WrestleMania. So they won't be wrestling on WrestleMania either. That's bullshit. Exactly. That's... <laughs> Why the fuck in two nights of wrestling, you can't, number one, find a place to put them under the under the giant memorial battle royal. You can't find a place to put an IC title match in a ladder or even just an IC title match in general. And you can't find a place to put a fucking U.S. title match? Uh, there's a rumor about Balor and uh, Priest in the pre-show for the fucking They're US in the fucking title. Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal on Friday, both of them. Are they? So why the fuck are you going to turn around and put them in a title match the very next night? That don't make no fucking sense. And in the pre-show? What the fuck? You can't... <laughs> in six hours, you can't fucking put them on the regular show? No. On either night? In... in Same the, way with the IC title, too, though. Don't tell me that you couldn't throw Apollo Crews... Especially because it's Playing the devil's fucking, advocate now, though. Especially since it's the fucking intercontinental title. fucking ricochet. Playing devil's advocate, I think that the women's championship is more popular than... Either the Intercontinental. Don't matter. It's WrestleMania and it's two nights. That's because Vince has downplayed the goddamn Intercontinental title so much that it's not even a fucking title. But I'm saying it's <laughs> WrestleMania. It's two nights. You want people to tune you in. Re- you want it to be a big deal. You got to put both your fucking all your titles on the line. You remember when we used to watch wrestling and, and you when you won when you won the Intercontinental title, you were the next man. You gonna tell me <laughs> that if you don't sell Ricochet in a fucking ladder match for the IC title against any motherfucker in the world, you're not gonna have a bunch of people go. I gotta see that shit. You're going to tell me Finn Balor and Priest in a U.S. title match at WrestleMania and any type of stipulation at all is not going to be like something that people want to see? The fucking Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal is not something people want to see? Fuck it. Let's put it well, on They've never done nothing with that either. Yeah, but it's always been the pre-show kickoff to WrestleMania since they started doing it pretty much. 
So fuck it, we're just going to put it on Friday now. Because we ain't got time in the two nights, so we're going to have so much promotionary bullshit going on. So many fucking but what are we Cody gonna, Rhodes is showing what up. And what are we going to put on SmackDown? It's filler, man. Well, yeah, that's why you got to put the Andre Memorial no, you on. Don't. You no, fucking no have, I'm being, I'm, you realize I'm being a sarcastic asshole I, right I, now, I, right? I hope so, because what you do is you just have all your fucking top guys run through a bunch of motherfuckers that ain't worth a shit to make them look strong. That's what the fuck they have Brock Lesnar. Exactly. exactly. That's what here's, I was here's the back down earlier. Here's the best part. Who won last year's Andre Memorial? Priest, I think. No. Oh. Jey Uso. Okay. Well, fucking, the, the thing is, like, like I said earlier, they got Roman Reigns doing the same thing every week. You can't throw a fucking tag team of Jay Bruns in there for him to beat up and make him look fucking badass going into WrestleMania. Same way with Brock Lesnar. You can't throw fucking five guys in the ring and have him, oh, since you came out and thought you could do whatever you wanted last week, now you're going to wrestle these five guys because fuck you. And he just beats the shit out of all five of them so he looks like a fucking total badass going into WrestleMania. Instead, I got just him throwing champagne around and Roman Reigns saying acknowledge me going off the air. <laughs> he, he beat up a few security guards. It's like the most fucking slow, sad, sleepy WrestleMania that we've ever rolled into. Even last year, most stupendous. Uh, even last year's rainy WrestleMania was more than this shit. It's like the the. It, I thought with them getting crowds back and shit that the writing and shit would get better and it would start to become you know better. Where are ticket sales at? Full steam. I have no idea. Instead, it's flat as fuck. It doesn't matter because wherever you're sitting, unless you're down on the actual floor, you're going to have that bright-ass spotlight in your face. Because we are WrestleMania, the most stupendous, right. spectacular, right. biggest event in right. history. So fucking but we want to make sure that you know there's 100,000 people on this guy's arena. Get, and we don't want to give you what you want. Turn the lights off. No, I'm just saying, like... There's so much <laughs> opportunity for them to have all these great matches and have all this fucking... So many people talk about WrestleMania for the next two weeks, but instead they're going to not. Which they, uh, on, on Raw By this Monday, week. people are going to be sick of it. One reason I'm watching Stone Cold. I, I, I can tell you on Raw this week, though, uh, they didn't edit a few of the uh, noise crowds out because they let the Cody got, chants we go. we got to talk about something else, too, real quick before we move on to AEW because it's kind of important. We already, or, already I mean, talked about I mean, AEW. The WrestleMania shit because it's kind of important. Um uh, Shad Gaspard is getting the Warrior Award. Warrior this year. Award. Um, personally, I I think they yeah. should rename the award to the Shad Gaspar Award. Uh, f- because like I mean honestly, let's he drowned at, saving a little boy. He did something her. He did something heroic and passed I think away. Doing JTG it. is going to give the speech. What do you think that Jim Helwig ever did that was extremely heroic? I've seen a bunch of him doing a bunch of weird shit and talking a lot of shit and a lot of <laughs> strange things around him. And he also got fired pretty much from the WWE because he didn't do that thing with the little kid when he pretty much told him to fuck off because uh, of an autograph. He did a lot of fucked up shit. And if you get on YouTube, you can find a, a lot of strange shit about Jim Helwig still to this day. <laughs> um, to me, I don't know, man. It's done served its purpose with the, the Ultimate Warrior thing. Isn't Dana Warrior still on the writing team? I don't know. Don't care. Um, Given our woman's perspective? As, as far as I know... <laughs> Shad Gaspar had, like, a fucking great, decent run in WWE, was on, like, complete respect terms with them when he left and everything and didn't have no bad blood in the waters at all and never had a bad word to say about I don't know why they got w- released, to be honest with you. It, I, I think he wanted to go to Hollywood and do stuff in Hollywood. But I mean, I know he did, and we went there with that Mark... Uh, the dude... Capro, uh, dude played Mark the... Mark Magnus? Wasn't that his dude who was uh, uh, Muhammad Hassan? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It wasn't Magnus, though. That was Mark Magnus. Caproni or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. But but anyway, I just I don't know. I I feel like they should just the the, I mean the way he, he died saving someone's life. You know what I mean? That's to me that's. I don't know. I feel like they should just Heroic. change. 
Yeah, but I mean, I don't know. I just the Warrior Award. Like I get it, but like at the same You've time, always been a like, Warrior hater. Yeah. You can say what you want, but like Jim Helwig wasn't the best person to be named. Yeah, but there should be a spot. They took the name of May Young. They they took the name of the May Young classic away because of the shit she supposedly did, right? Well, Jim Helwig really wasn't much better, to be quite perfectly honest with you. She wasn't. He wasn't selling people. No, I mean he was fucking talking a lot of shit and doing a lot of other terrible shit. That wasn't that wasn't May Young either, though, was it? That was fucking great Moolah. Moolah. Whatever. Yeah, they had to change the Moolah cup or whatever. Moolah cup. That's that's why it's called the May Young. Mm But either way, fucking, he honestly was just as big a shitbag. She was trafficking oh, people. Yeah. Fucking, not Ult- really. Ultimate Warrior was a shitbag in real life, but it's like his character on TV during the 80s, like when there you were young. A spot for it in WWE. When, when you were young like us, I was, uh, I like the Warrior. I don't know. I think that I didn't really be. like the Warrior, but he was popular enough that there should be a spot for him in WWE, and I think the Warrior Ward's a perfect friend of. Uh, I think they need to pass form. it on to somebody who was actually someone who did something heroic in their life, and it They deserves, should give him his own shit. <clears throat> it deserves uh, more uh, respect than what it gets, that's for sure. All right, moving on to WrestleMania. Woo! We're ready for it? No. Are we going to preview this card? Are you running down the card? I'm ready for Saturday night's main event. Other than that, I don't give a fuck about the rest of the main event Saturday. Stone Stone Cold Cold versus Kevin Owens. That is the main event? Fucking A. Supposed to close out Saturday night. You can't open the show with Stone Cold or put it in the middle, or otherwise people are going to leave as soon as it's over with. (laughs) Don't fucking tell me you can't. Stone Cold's going to have the whole entire roof blow off that house. And then after that, no one's going to be able to top that for the rest of the night. It's going to be the most people's chanting Stone Cold. All, all, you, all you know, you're going to hear... After that, if that's the first match, everybody will go home afterwards. <laughs> people, the energy that's going to come from people when he comes out, bro. Fucking my TV might explode. <laughs> if it does, I didn't. it wasn't my fault. I don't think it would be any of our faults. It's just the power of one Steve Austin. Easy, Gene Snitsky. Kicking a baby in like the sixth row. My fault. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you have uh, that'll Ar- be that'll be Alex. You know, <laughs> you have the Raw Tag Team Champions, <laughs> RK Bro, taking on the Street Profits and Alpha Academy. Uh, I will say that RK Bro gets the win because they're on their super happy bullshit. If not, Randy Orton turns on fucking Matt. Rimo I'm, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say they give the titles to the Street Profits, and we finally get the uh, no. RK Bro breakup. Street Profits are fucking. I bet Randy Orton goes away for a while. Over with. Who's the popcorn guy? <laughs> I think it's Santino. No, it ain't. I don't know what he. I don't even know what we're watching. This is 2001. No way out. I have no idea. Is it Howard Big Finkel? Show and Raven. Oh, that can't be a hardcore match. I thought Howard Finkel, but it definitely can't be Howard Finkel taking bumps like that. Right. You have the SmackDown (laughs) Tag Team Championships on the line. The Usos are defending the titles against Shinsuke Nakamura and Rick Boogs. I hope Shinsuke and Boogs win. Uh... I guess I do, too. I don't know. <laughs> Rick Boogs looks like fucking Freddie Mercury now, so I'm with it, I guess. I don't like him trying it's to Crash control Holly. the crowd shit. Rest in peace. It was Crash Holly. Damn. Yeah, I don't like the Freddie Mercury bullshit that he does. But I could see him being like a Scott Hall like body type. Don't, don't character. Yeah, we don't talked about that. we talked about that last night watching the don't compare in the HQ Scott for a minute. I'm just saying, I know where he's coming from. Like he has like the same shaped body. So according to uh, Madcap Moss, he's a complete fucking. Uh, 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 he's like a complete clone of Scott Hall. The way he wrestles and all the way he does his things, especially with his suspenders. Yeah, and his cap. Madcap Moss or Rick Boogs? No, Madcap Moss. He said he's a complete oh. clone of Scott Hall's whole Fuck, style. I was talking about 
Matt, uh, I, I know, I know, but <laughs> I'm just saying, I don't see it. Like, I don't see Madcap Moss being a, a clone of Scott Hall. No. I'm going to act like Clint on this match. I don't give a fuck. I don't. Um, hopefully it's good. It doesn't deserve to be at WrestleMania, but you know it does deserve to be at WrestleMania, the IC title, in <laughs> some form of a match, whether that be lateral or singles. Why are you saying they should have made it? Instead, I've got Rick Boogs and Shinsuke Nakamura. Shaky Nakamura. And Freddie Mercury Light. Heavy. Hell. Freddie Mercury heavy. Pat McAfee's <laughs> the best part of them, their entrance. Because he gets up on the table and that freaks out. That is something I'm looking forward to at WrestleMania. Well, we haven't got there yet, no, goddammit. We got a match in between. Yeah, no. You got uh, you got <coughs> Sami Zayn taking on Johnny Knoxville. Well, I don't... See, this is strange to me. Like, If I was WWE... In this, a anything goes match. If I was WWE, I would have went cinematic match. Ain't he a Paramount this. Plus star? How can he be on Peacock? Right. Uh, I, uh, yeah, that movie's on Paramount right I, now, ain't it? If I was a WWE, I'd go total cinematic with this one and have Sami Zayn get shit. Spe- shit spe- like, speaking of that, real quick, uh, yeah, Paramount Plus, right? I mean, I yes, Sc- the new Scream movies on there. No, I, I watched it already. Yeah. Right. I was unimpressed right. with it. Made, I liked it. Made me sad. I liked it. Piece of shit, to be honest with you. Better than Halloween Kills? Mm, no, I don't believe so. Oh, I believe so. <laughs> Halloween Kills was garbage. No. That's the you were just thing. mad because fucking Stu's not the killer. That can be debated. It doesn't, oh, spoiler! It's not why I was mad. It just could get, Come on, I ain't seen it yet. It's, it's the same exact. <laughs> it's the same same thing. You were just pissed because it's only Stu's house. It's four. That's what it is. I should just call it Scream Four. Oh, it's Scream Five. It's, it's Scream Four. Scream Four. I like Scream Four too, though. It's the same movie. It's been the same since three. <laughs> three was garbage. Right. So. It's all garbage. After two. One and one and two were after, good. After two, you cut the deck. <laughs> Timothy Oliphant's the fucking killer in Scream too. Come on now. I mean, kind of. He's he's used by the actual killer, which is Billy Loomis's mother. Yeah. What's her name from Roseanne? Jackie. Yeah. Jackie. <laughs> Aunt, Aunt Jackie. Uh, Sheldon's mom. Yeah. Which on the movie's the, got hitters. Which in on it, that bro. young Lauren Metcalf. Scream yeah. 2's got hitters in it. And then on Jada uh, Pinkett's in that bitch at the yeah. beginning. Jerry O'Connell, Omar Epps. <laughs> yeah, Jerry O'Connell. Plus the cast of Scream. You know, at the time they were hot as fuck after that movie. David Arquette, Come WC, on. WCW World Champion, right? Former can't ta- <laughs> can't take it away from him. You can't. Why is he in the Hall of Fame? Hey man, Jimmy King. Next year, I feel like he made his way back. Deserves it. I don't know about Jimmy King, but definitely David Arquette. Maybe I will year. rule you. Jimmy King should be the only person in the celebrity wing. Then it should be uh, Canyon. Because <laughs> that's who Jimmy King was. Rest in peace. Who's better? You angry, angry man. <laughs> Where the fuck were we? Sammy and Johnny. I'm going to say Johnny wins. Doon, 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 doon. I don't. I doon, think Sammy doon, finally doon. gets the W over Johnny. About and the then after that, I think, I think he finally gets the W over Johnny, and then Johnny disappears. I'm, I'm, I'm wearing my Sammy conspiracy shirt next week. I do. I think after he wins at WrestleMania, he disappears. But then again, it's WWE. and think more... Sammy disappears? No, no, no. I think he oh, wins, Johnny? and Johnny goes back to doing whatever yeah, well, Knoxville He ain't going to fucking make a wrestling career. But either. if... He's done. I don't know. Who knows? Who cares? He had a fucking match at WrestleMania. Like I was saying earlier, though, if they were smart, they would throw him in a cinematic match and have Sammy get caught up in all kinds of crazy jackass style debacles and then have fucking Jack, then have uh, what's his name get the win at the very end of it. Johnny Knoxville get the win at the very end. That would make sense. Giant hands and 
skateboards into cactuses and shit. Yeah, shit hitting them in the balls, fucking a bowl, <laughs> him having to get bucked by a bowl. They could even use a real bowl. They could use a CGI once WWE. Uh, fucking a CGI bull. I don't know, man. They could have the whole cast of fucking have that a, shit that Roman Reigns has. You have we, fighter you have we man come out, kick Sammy in the balls. WWE, Johnny gets so the win. Who knows what they could come up? You're with. done. But yeah, we man and Preston at some point were probably hopefully yeah, Zach the whole attack. cast of Jackass. Steve O shit on him. I hope the three young kids from them get another paycheck out of this. Steve O shit on him, and then uh, <laughs> what's his name will ejaculate all over him at the very end of it, and Pontus. Johnny Knoxville gets the win for the one, two, three. Because who's gonna get up after that? If WrestleMania has a wiener in it, I'm gonna be real mad. I mean, it's premium at live. the end of it. <laughs> it's a premium live event, man. The, you gotta pay for at it. At the end of WrestleMania, it says the attitude is back, <laughs> and just flashes Pontius's dick. <laughs> All right, moving on. Moving on to the match that I'm a. (laughs) (laughs) Moving on to the match I'm looking most forward to. uh, You got Pat McAfee and Austin Theory. You're looking more forward to that than Stone Cold and fucking Kevin Owens. How's Vince McMahon gonna be in? Is what I want to know. He's Vince McMahon, so I bet. Out of the matches that are happening, Austin and fucking KO is not gonna be a match. It's gonna be them kicking the shit out of each other after the match. It's got a main event WrestleMania, don't it? It's a match to me. It's the KO show. No, it's just Stone Cold. That's how it goes out, and it's not a match. It's not WrestleMania. It's a match. What you do is you have don't listen to Jr. He don't know what What, he's talking about. What you do is you have him brawl as much as he likes. And then Sunday night you have the the match. He's very much out of the loop. (laughs) No, you have people watch to the end of the first night and have them brawl. And then you put him into WrestleMania Sunday night for an actual match. Kevin Owens motherfucking Sunday night ain't even gonna be worth it, dude. You would if it's an actual match with Stone Cold Steve Austin. No, I'm saying if they put Stone Cold last on Sunday, then it'd be worth it. But after him wrestling in the main event on Saturday, Sunday ain't going to be worth them watching. have a brawl and then announce that they're going to be on Sunday. You'd have to be watch it then. Oh, that's dumb. No, it's not. <laughs> that's how you get people to watch Sunday night. They're going to watch anyway. Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar's been doing too much cowboy shit. Oh, wait. Wait. <laughs> that's, that's an <laughs> AEW line, isn't it? Oh. Whoops. WWE he's doing do Saskatchewan doing shit. It better. <laughs> nah, he's doing cowboy shit better for sure. With the hat. He actually looks like a cowboy while he's doing it. Too. Right. Pat, Mac, <laughs> Pat McAfee and Austin Theory. Because he's big and awkward and break shit. I've been waiting for Brock Lesnar <laughs> to come out and say I've been doing cowboy shit just to fucking say. I really you. hope they put Pat McAfee over, man. He ain't had a W yet, right? No. No, he lost. He a, lost. Yeah. He the lost undis- to war games and lost to Undisputed Era beat him. Yeah. Both times. So yeah, I bet I bet he does. I bet he gets a W over Austin Theory. Austin Theory's they're big on they're big on Pat McAfee right now. It's Vince McMahon, so I bet there's gonna be. I bet you Pat McAfee beats him, and Vince is like, oh, it's no, it's a fucking two out of three Do you falls think he match. Makes Pat McAfee join the Vince McMahon Kiss My Ass Club. No, but it might be Austin. <laughs> it might might be Austin Theory that has to join it. Oh, I bet he would do. And he has to come out on Monday night and kiss Vince McMahon's ass. I mean, it's going to get, oh, it'll get it'll get him over. Look what it did for William Regal. <laughs> All right. Drew McIntyre, Happy Corbin. That should be for the Intercontinental title. No, it shouldn't even be at WrestleMania. We want to see put, that. Fucking make it Drew McIntyre versus Ricochet. Then no, have, no size difference, bro. Too big. They can Put the go, fucking though. IC title on goddamn Drew McIntyre. I would McIntyre. rather see fucking Corbin and fucking uh, Ricochet in a ladder match than fucking Ricochet. Ricochet. Ricochet even, won the Intercontinental title because they don't want fucking Sammy losing Drew to Joe McIntyre. Could make it look fucking. He couldn't Ricochet pick. Ricochet could get 
beat the fuck up real easy. Make you it look real you do realize how many times Ricochet has beaten Drew McIntyre, right? I mean, it, really? it looks bad, too, because no, the size difference is it's terrible. A, it's in one of the top tens that WWE does as big man versus little man. It's not a good hmm. matches. No, they're not. They're not. He can, they're limited to what they can do, and I don't, I don't want to see limited in a ladder match. I want to see the possibility of anything can happen. It's not going to be a it's ladder not match. A ladder match. Well, I know that. In your they, him and Drew McIntyre and it, ain't wrestling he, at WrestleMania. He, he's anyway, booking so. WrestleMania over there himself, and he's like Drew McIntyre Ricochet ladder match. <laughs> yeah, I see title. No, I'm saying that shouldn't happen. But I don't. I mean, I don't fucking Baron Corbin and Drew McIntyre. Yeah, shit. I'm going for Drew McIntyre. Rosie well, nail. Honestly, that's there's no other way to have it happen. <laughs> uh, four way WWE women's tag team match. The oh, champs, sure. Queen Zelina and Carmella taking on Naomi and Sasha. Yeah, because we killed that other fucking Then you got then you got Liv for brutality. And also shit on Sasha at the same time as well, by Naomi the way. Naomi and Sasha as a tag team. And then you got Liv Morgan and Rhea Ripley as a tag team. That's not back tag team either. And then you got Natalia and Shayna Baszler. <laughs> Come on, Vince being racist about And that's because that's together. because you can't have Natalia and Tamina together now because Tamina's got the whole thing going on with Akira Tozawa and they love each other and you got to be in the same segment as Reggie and Dana. It's the 24 title segment. Come on now. <laughs> uh, I'm going to say the champs retain. Carmella and Zelina? Yeah. I'm going with Liv and Rhea, but that's just because it's Rhea Ripley. I don't care. I, I'll say <laughs> Zelina and Carmella as well. You got the rated R superstar against the phenomenal one. Edge and AJ. <clears throat> I'm going AJ. Uh, I've been waiting for this match for like two years. There, it's being <laughs> built shitty, but Christian and AJ is better, I, I bet you. I, I wanna say I want to say that I want... Outwork everybody. <laughs> I want to say that I want Edge to win, but because he's doing such a shitty job lately and he's trying to be Seth Rollins, I think I want AJ to win instead. But either way, I think it's going to be... I think it has the potential to steal the whole entire night outside yeah, of Stone Cold. And, well, outside, outside of what Stone Cold and Kevin Owens do, which will be probably more of a, what you said, a brawl fest than it will be. It'll be a wrestling match, but it'll be a Stone Cold wrestling match, and everybody knows what that is. There's going to be a lot of boots thrown. There's going to be a lot of punches thrown. But KO is a brawler too. Wrestling so. wise, they have the ability to steal the whole entire fucking show because both those guys are just incredible at what they can do in the ring. So I guess we'll see. Hopefully, it's I'm, Edge's I'm retirement match. I don't. I don't want to. I'm not actually. I'm not, I'm not going to say I want to win or, or who is going to win because I don't know. I don't. I'm, I'm up in the air with it. I'm just excited to see both these guys finally go. So All I right. retract my statement. All right, we have a uh, <laughs> we have the Mrs. Annual uh, Bad Buddy match. <laughs> But this time it's with Logan Paul taking on the Mysterios. So uh, moving well, on, moving on. Pretty you, sure Miz you and got Logan the Paul's Raw. Win. You got the Raw Women's Championship. You got Becky Lynch defending against Bianca Belair. If we actually get Bianca, I mean, we don't know if it's an actual real legit in, or injury or if we're getting played because hmm. Bianca apparently broke something in her throat. And uh, yeah, that's work, dog. What's with WWE chicks all breaking their throats here lately? <laughs> First, it was Becky you, and you had, Sasha, you, you then had, Ronda Torre. You had, Tri- it was. you had Trish put out a tweet this week or this week saying, "I got my boots laced up. I don't like what you did to my girl Lita." 
So is she going to replace Bianca at WrestleMania? Who knows? I'm going Becky either way. Uh, I'm going to say that um, if Bianca wrestles, she will be winning the title because of the way she got smashed at SummerSlam. And Becky Lynch has been on too much of the big-time Beck shit here lately. So, And, you know, most of the time at WrestleMania, the heel don't get the title win. Every once in a while, they'll defend the title and not lose it. but Like Roman last year? Right. But they don't get the big win for the title. You have Charlotte Flair taking on Ronda Rousey. For the SmackDown Women's Championship. Hopefully they're smart and they go Charlotte. So it cements that Ronda's like an achievement to be beat. Hmm. And that's another thing too with the Miz I was talking about earlier. I'm pretty sure he was defending the title that night at WrestleMania. Hmm. When he won it. And Triple H actually won the title. I don't remember what you're talking about. WrestleMania 2000. We were talking about earlier who the last time a heel won the title in the main event at WrestleMania. Was Miz even at WrestleMania 2000? No, no, no. Him and John Cena wrestled, though, for the WWE title. At WrestleMania 2000? In 27. In the main event. Like the Miz has been wrestling for 21, 22 no, 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 years no. They now. wrestled at WrestleMania Nobody 27. Nobody has been wrestling since like 05. <laughs> well, I know that, but I'm confused now. Yeah, never mind. Yeah. Charlotte and Ronda. Real mm, Charlotte. I, I think Ronda's probably going to win because they wouldn't have done the big Royal Rumble comeback. For Ronda's a sizzle to Charlotte's stake, and the stake usually gets over and has the long. I don't think it's their fault this time. I think it's just how bad the writing is. But I think the money was Ronda and Becky, and they missed the mark with that shit by having her throw her at Charlotte. Like, I don't want to see Becky and, or Ronda and Charlotte. I want to see Becky and Ronda because all the fucking – Feud and boil up they had right before she took off and had a baby and was like, right. fuck wrestling, I ain't coming back to they, this shit. Maybe that's they, why they both they're not left and had babies. You say maybe that's why yeah, they're not? Yeah, the fucking story writes itself, but maybe that's why they're not because she got too real in there. It's the mom versus nah, the baddest. I don't think so. I don't think it's real or like that, but I don't know, man. I, I, I'm going to say Rhonda because. Rhonda got on there and talked a lot of shit about pro wrestlers and shit mm-hmm. when she left. Yeah, but it's all about money. And Vince McMahon can get more of a dollar out of Rhonda than she can out of Charlotte any day of the week. Mm <laughs> hmm. Ronda's been in two sports shops, only been in one. She can say she's this and that and whatever and sell so many t-shirts. But Ronda comes from two different platforms. Is that what uh, Tony's trying to do with Paige Vincent? Yeah, but even she's not as good as what fucking Ronda Rousey was. Well, and one yeah, time well, Ronda yeah. Rousey, and not only that, but like outside of uh, MMA, she was like a, like Olympic judo shit or whatever, right, at one time. So like she also she's definitely that. her own brand. If you're talking about anybody being correct, correct. bigger than the WWE, correct. Paige Van Zandt is. is not. I guess that's what I was looking for. She's a brand. Paige Van Zandt is not a brand as much as she would like to probably think she is with her OnlyFans bullshit. Came along a little too late, darling. <laughs> a little too late, and her husband's not a good fighter either. And she's then, not a good fighter. That's why she don't fight no more. And then in the main event of Sunday night, you have Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar unification match for the WWE title universal title so that means the next night we debut the galaxy title it's all on youtube right now i got p i hope fucking brock lesnar fucking five f5s and then fucking uh no i think german suplex i think roman's gonna i think it's gonna be a match i don't think it's gonna be just a fucking spot fest i think it's gonna be a match i do if they if they build it up this much and it's fucking just superman punches and fucking f5s I'll never watch another episode of WWE ever again. <laughs> and when you guys talk about this segment, I'll leave the room. <laughs> I will. 
If that's all they give me after all this I'm build, not saying no Superman punches. I'm just you, saying like 10 German suplexes and F5 and over. What I'm wondering is if Paul Squashed Heyman's going to... Goldberg style. I'm wondering if Paul Heyman's going to pull the double-double. Or he fucking right. turned on Brock and then he turns on Roman again to rejoin Brock. Because he's done it before yeah. with the big show. It's an art. And Brock Lesnar. And he fucking pulled the wool over everybody's eyes and got away with it one time Did before. the same thing with fucking Rob Van Dam and Big Show. Right. And so, you know, it's Paul Heyman with his fucking treachery and his tricks. He's still a little fucking... He's always the most entertaining part about those segments he's, anyway. He's a little Loki motherfucking trickster bitch. You know what I mean? <laughs> so he could be trying to pull the old double-double. But then, like I said, I just hope that it's a match and it's not a spot fest. Because if it's just a spot fest, I'll be upset. And, I, and especially if that ends night two of WrestleMania. Because I'm going to be tired. It's supposed to. I'm going to be tired. And if that shit ends and it's nothing but fucking Goldberg, Brock Lesnar, 20, WrestleMania 20 style, I'll be fucking real mad that I sat up and watched that shit on Sunday night. So it's like me and you watching SummerSlam with Cena and Reigns. Yeah, other than the fact by that... The, by the time that came on, me and Clint are both here going... Is this fucking over yet? Other than the fact that they mm-hmm. guaranteed me the Rocket Survivor Series and then he didn't show up. Yeah, I was sitting here with you for that, too. Lying <laughs> <laughs> pricks. And then they acted like, oh, is, there, is he going to come? Is he not? Hey, he man. He was, said he was going to be there at SummerSlam, clearly. But then later that night, at Summer or Survivor Series, he was putting out tweets about making PB&Js at his house. Yeah. Fucking makes me sick that WWE right, does shit to people. The thing is, if this is a unification match... One of those titles is going away, so are we going to have the WWE Championship or are we going to have the WWE Universal Championship? It better be the WWE Championship. <sighs> I hope they just retire the Universal shit all together. They need to. They need to quote about forget are they all the bring, records, strike or, all of them from the books. Or are we gonna, they going to bring back the WWE Undisputed Champion? I mean, that belt was actually kind of cool looking. It would be the Undisputed Universal WWE Champion. Orwing is called the WWE. The reigning defending. Gal- <laughs> it's the WWE Maybe the reigning Galactic Champion. Undisputed Universal WWE Champion. <laughs> a mouthful. That's what it seems to be about here lately with WWE is a mouthful. Paul Heyman could get it out. How many times do you think we'll hear Pavlovian dogs in the next two nights on WrestleMania? <laughs> I think Vince found that in a book. And fucking- Danny Bryan, Danny Bryan, Danny Bryan. <laughs> and then... The only thing we left <laughs> off the card, you got Stone Cold Steve Austin on the KO show. <sighs> well, you're missing Seth Rollins and Cody also. That has not been actually announced. <laughs> that is not on the fucking card. Yeah, I and I don't work for WWE. I think Seth Rollins will probably come out and be cutting a long-winded promo like he's hijacking the show, and then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, you'll he hear did. Brandy Rhodes' voice come in like, ah, excuse me. Brandy ain't coming back. And she'll come out, and she'll be like, this Seth, ain't. Seth did put out a tw- uh, tweet earlier today where he screenshotted a uh, text message from Vince McMahon, and it says, Want you in my office Monday morning, 9 a.m. or whatever. See you there, boss. Or, and then he's like, okay, see you, boss. So I guess we'll see what's going on with Seth Rollins. Hmm. I hope Vince is going to spoil Cody Rhodes' debut the week before. You watch. That's what WWE does. They, ruin <laughs> shit they, they don't know how to keep a secret anymore. I mean, you gotta you gotta spoil it. You gotta, that's how you get viewership. Well, they said that his deal's been done a couple weeks ago. Now, anyway, so. <clears throat> and I only really got one thing to say about Stone Cold and Kevin Owens, and that is one: you are one dumb son of a bitch. 
<laughs> I think that it's the perfect opponent for Steve Austin at WrestleMania. Like I told you guys, Kevin Owens is going to be able to sell like a million dollars for him. So, who do you think wins? Stone Cold. What the fuck? What, you <laughs> what the fuck? Would you, you even think Stone Cold out to like make that? him Stone Cold's going to take his own goddamn stunner. <clears throat> you think Stone Cold's going to take a pop up power bomb? You don't think they're going <laughs> to? <laughs> and a swanton bomb. <laughs> he's going to come in with that whole Hogan attitude. Sorry, brother. You think he's going to do the fucking cannonball? So, to Stone so, Cold. Actually, sorry guys. I won't. Maybe. Be, hey, I won't be here next Saturday. I'm going to drive to Dallas and buy a <laughs> ticket. You might still be able to. I ain't heard of the sold out. So I'm going to buy a ticket. And oh. then, and then when when Ko stuns. Austin, I'm going to jail because I'm running to the ring and I'm going to Swanton bomb him. Yeah, Michael P.S. Hayes and Shane McMahon on the street corner selling <laughs> tickets right now. Probably I, do, dude. I will gladly go to jail and take it at mud hole stomping from Stone Cold Steve Austin <laughs> to give him a fucking Swanton bomb. <laughs> Just we have inventory that next morning, so tell Steve that I went to jail for a good reason. <laughs> Haven't you just have them come and beat you up in the grocery store, Booker T style? Oh, I ain't cleaning that up though. So. No, he has to. Why do I have to? I'm the boss. I ain't got to clean it up. Because it's fucking your idea. Yeah, that's why I'm going to jail. Swan time bombing store, somebody. You had to give permission to come in there and let them do that shit. So you got to clean it up. One, you are a dumb son of a bitch. What's, what's, what you really do is put it all off on all the fucking underlings. <laughs> Actually, the best part's when you hear this. Oh, I thought he was going to fuck it up. <laughs> I ain't gonna fuck that up. It'd have been funny if it would have been. Yeah, it'd have been funny if it just splashed in your face. <laughs> I licked it up. <laughs> you heard him, oh shit, and the fucking chair kicks back, feet are in the air. <laughs> Help! No, Help I, me. I think Stone Cold fucking wins with the stunner. One, two, three. Help me, baby Jesus. Drinking beers going off the air. Beer 10 pound. Five do you think ounce, it's a. Uh, do you think Kevin Owens drinks beers with him? No. I think Kevin Owens lays on the mat and gets beer poured on his face. Whoever the referee is at the time, maybe they're gonna need a referee for that shit. Maybe they'll bring Baby Earl Hebner back. Him and Stone Cold <laughs> no, he, some beers together. Baby Earl Hebner works for fucking um, Impact. If not, then you know it'll be probably um, Lil Nate. Oh, it's definitely gonna be Lil Nate. And then him and Stone Cold drink beers together, hold? going off the air. And then maybe he invites Pat McAfee into the ring for some beers because him and Pat McAfee seem to like each other quite a bit. Um, maybe if he's real lucky, Corey Graves might get one. But I think he's I'll one of them. Corey Graves. I think he's one of them straight edge fuckers. I think it um, ends. I think once WrestleMania goes off the air is when the real show starts, and probably all kinds of people come out and they have a huge party after WrestleMania goes off the air, <laughs> and then we miss it because they don't show us what goes on after the shit goes off the air, and then you know. I think Stone Cold fucking gets over clean with Kevin Owens. Looks good. Feels better than he ever has. And fucking show ends with The Rock coming out. And fucking challenge him to WrestleMania next year. Night. If you smell <laughs> one much. year, we'll have a match. That's too much for this the fourth chapter of our book. That's too much for the first night, I think, at WrestleMania. <laughs> I don't think anybody watches Sunday night. It's too hype for next year. Be you like, well, Sunday. Fuck, I need to watch Sunday for. I'm waiting for WrestleMania next year. Fuck this shit. <laughs> it's been exactly six hours since Stone Cold Steve Austin and The Rock were at WrestleMania 38. Is it seven or eight? Fuck, I don't remember anymore. 38A. <laughs> yeah, 38A. <laughs> but uh, actually, I think it's been about six hours since half the people on Earth had a fucking heart attack and died because we just got The Rock and Stone Cold in the same show. <laughs> That'd be so insane. And they announced a movie together. 
I don't think that would ever <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm sure Stone Cold a, wouldn't a turn him down. Dude, long- <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure that would be interesting. Dude, I'd, I'd be front row for that bitch. Uh, WWE Productions. Thursday night at midnight. Seven bucks or WWE Productions, what do you think? <laughs> yeah, uh, what movie are we watching? XFL Productions. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would see that movie. Hey, his, his I ex, would too. Um, hey, his ex-wife needs to make some money. I don't think Stone Cold would go asking for that. But Pat if Rock McAfee came and was like, hey, I think Stone Cold would be like, I'm, I'm down. Pat McAfee asked Stone Cold about that, and he's like, well, honestly, like, I can't offer The Rock anything. <laughs> so. <laughs> no, fuck. <laughs> Motherfucker's close to a billion dollars. Yeah, I'm sure if The Rock was like, hey, Steve, I'd like you to be in this movie, he'd be like, oh, fuck, sure, buddy. I, <laughs> yeah, the yeah. fuck you mean? What yeah. Day? Yeah. <laughs> Schedule's cleared as a, fa- as a matter of fact. <laughs> Show on USA? I don't have one. And uh, that is our WrestleMania preview. Uh, Clint, you going to run your last little uh, thing and see what we can do? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. A little, little... Even though I think me and Dick are going to pick the same things. <laughs> a little quick thing here real quick. So um, there's you got to pick two of these moments from history, and the rest of them never happened at all. And Dick said that the two first ones are the only ones that mean anything to him. But, you know, other people around the world might not think the same thing. So the first one is Austin 316. Uh, obviously, the night Stone Cold won King of the Ring and cut the promo. Uh, the night Bash at the Beach when NWO was formed. Uh, WrestleMania 30 when Daniel Bryan won. The Monday Night Raw when Stone Cold cut the pipe bomb. Monday Night Raw when Becky Lynch, the man, was born. The Monday Night Raw slash Monday Nitro when Shane buys WCW out from underneath Vince McMahon. Uh, I guess WrestleMania, Kofi Mania prevails. Is that where that happened at when he was waved around the ring like that? Yeah. yeah. Uh, King of the Ring 1998 where Mankind gets thrown off the Hell in the Cell. Or the first, was it the first women's main event at WrestleMania with Charlotte, Ronda, and Becky? You got to pick two of those moments from history, and then the rest of them are gone forever. None, none of the rest of them happened ever. Well, let's have Clint go first because I'm pretty sure me and Dick are picking the same thing. <laughs> well, maybe. Uh, I've obviously got to pick Austin 316 because that started the Attitude Era. Without the Attitude Era, none of us would be here right now at all. I don't believe even him. The other one on the other side of the card, the only other one that makes sense. Um, what? What revived wrestling? What? The formation of the NWO. It revived the WCW, but it didn't it, revive wrestling. It got them into, yeah, dude. It, it didn't revive the, WCW. It made WCW. It made wrestling. It made and the, killed WCW, actually. At the beginning, though. Right. It was revolutionary. Like, like the only other, maybe NWO, two, maybe the only other two things on here. here. You got the pipe bomb, or you have Shane buying WCW. I would say the first ever women's main event at WrestleMania is a very huge moment in time. It, maybe not the women specifically that were in the match, but um, from where women have gone in wrestling and in general in the United States and the world TNA to commercial. being able to <coughs> be in the main event at WrestleMania is a pretty big deal. I mean... It's 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 one and a half. And actually, that was when the NWO. And that was when WrestleMania was one night too. Yeah, what do you right? mean it wouldn't happen without the NWO? There wouldn't be fucking wrestling, dog. There'd be well, fucking get goalies. The fuck out of here. There'd be fucking goalies and there already fucking... are goalies and football players playing fucking wrestlers, bro. Get out. I'm of saying here. as their gimmick and shit, dog. They fucking already are. And fucking. They already are. What do you mean? Ain't you seen nails on NXT? Steel cars and shit. Motherfucker no, comes out in a like plumber outfit. What do you mean? They got fucking what's his name and his buddy smoking real cigarettes, sitting in stolen cars all the time. Was invented. 
existed no. and fucking flourishes. No. Who's my buddy Built smoking where we have cigarettes? streaming today. The fucking old boys on NXT. Though. Knows the landscape as you know it. We're doing hood no. rat things, the smoking NWO real cigarettes. kept Hulk Hogan's career running and it kept WCW on TV for Made like Raw fucking live. three more years. Made Raw live right. uh, every week. Fucking... Okay. Uh, okay. That's Historic wise, made, yeah, that's and cool. made kids at school tell but Cody Rhodes that his dad's a piece of shit. Twelve times a year didn't usher in an era. Fucking didn't change the way things it are viewed as far as wrestling era. goes. It ushered in motherfucking the NWO is what it ushered in. Right, the clock fucking taking over. DX started the Attitude Era. Started it. He he took that the flip side of the coins. NWO. Neither one of those things happened. None of the right. other things. But the on that NWO. List oh, I'm saying NWO only did for self, and then fucking because it only did for self, it ended the whole entire fucking company basically because the shit took on took too long. They had like another ran good its course five year for run. way too long. Made people sick. Everybody. It was so on for eleven it. fucking years. That's a yeah. good run, dog. Got sick of it. Bad. That's a good run. Made bad. millions of dollars. Mm-hmm. Put millions of fucking. Made a lot know. of people household names. Most of the people and in WWE were, know, as a matter of my, fact. They were already household names when they joined the NWO. It was all old guys from w, WWF. That wouldn't have happened. There'd have been no Rey Mysterios, Eddie Guerrero's, Chris Jericho's, fucking like William Regal's, fucking Triple Cri- H's, Crispin, fucking Crispin Stone Cold's, as a matter of fact. I just don't remember them ever saying anything happened era-wise with NWO ever, other than that it revived Hogan in the WWE And shifted the landscape of professional wrestling and see, as uh, how you see it on TV today. 80, 83, 83 weeks. For, yeah, only for 83 weeks. That's a long time, dog. Not in the grand scheme of things. And actually, when you go back into history today... And not when you place it next to the first ever women's main event at WrestleMania. I don't for know. sure. You think, they, you think the first ever women's main event is bl- bigger than the NWO? At this point in America, yes, I do. <laughs> I don't want to talk about it no more with you then. I'm sorry, actually, but. going back to today in history and wrestling... Today was the last Monday Night Nitro in the history of WCW when Shane bought the company. Well, Vince bought it, but Shane's storyline. It was my name. It was McMahon on the line. <laughs> but it wasn't but, Vince. Uh, it he, was had Sting. he had Sting. I think and, they should have uh, done with Cody and ROH and AEW. Rick Flair wearing a T-shirt. Sting and Ric Flair in the main event. You had Sting and Ric Flair wearing a T-shirt. It wasn't very necessarily the best uh wrestling <laughs> but, best send off uh, for a company but the thing is though wcw won the 83 weeks but up until that point wwe had been winning for the last 115 <coughs> weeks wwe's right. been wcw since <clears throat> that point because nwo revived the wcw wcw wwe's been the wcw since that point but all the rest of them on there like pipe bomb yeah it was cool when it happened but fucking like it it was only a real moment because fucking there hadn't been a real moment in wrestling since like wcw went out of business and the shit got bland becky lynch was an accident and when like somebody planned to go out there and have her catch blood Daniel Bryan was a big moment because everybody thought he was done with wrestling forever. Well, and it was almost a, a style shift too. I mean, if it, you could almost say that Daniel Bryan not winning WrestleMania 30, there might not be an AEW now. Mick Foley going off the cell was the biggest stunt WWE had ever done, so it ushered in all kinds of craziness <laughs> Mick, after that. Mick, I love you, but don't you ever fucking do that again. <laughs> and Kofi Mania to me it was a waste because he got squashed by Brock Lesnar in about three seconds. That's true. Yeah, I mean, it was waste, but he wasn't. Big enough to be the champion. You realize two two out of three. He put the work in that he deserved to get it, but you're right. I mean, 
You know the two out of three members of the New Day that have been WWE champion never got the rematch and both lost their title to Brock Lesnar. <laughs> and the other one's not ever going to be good enough to get a title. So. Hopefully there's a He's the way. king of the ring. Right. Hopefully there's He's a triple king handicap Woods, match. Which they, uh, they had to uh, give him that because they wanted to like, actually, sorry, you'll never actually, be champion. Xavier Woods came back on SmackDown. Because, I mean, you got to have somebody for the new day. The other one's crippled, so I don't think he's going to come and wrestle anytime soon. Well, that is true. But, <laughs> the other uh, one's crippled. He was we, walking, we hope I for think. a speedy recovery for Biggie. Good old Big Arnesto. Look, Trish got all kinds of ass out right now. Oh, she fixed it. Never mind. Sorry. Took my attention straight to the TV. <laughs> all right. What's your high spot of the week there, ass man? Uh, I think it's uh, Jay Lethal and, and Adam Cole. I think was the best. I mean, like CM Punk and Dax Hart was a really good match, but I don't know, man. Like Jay Lethal, he's he's fucking. I'm not gonna have his time, but I think personification he's lazy. of a wrestler, if you ask me. Like, and he comes out still, like I was telling him earlier. Justin Roberts, when he announces him, when he comes out, he's got like a, <coughs> he figured out the way to announce him. Like the Macho Man's coming to the ring, which I think is fucking pretty cool. And then he does just the entrance when he comes out with the Macho Man shit and all that. And uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's Jay Lethal, bro. I'm a big Jay Lethal fan, but I think he might be lazy. And like only because like no. he went to ROH that when they weren't touring and like didn't get up the rest like AJ Styles and Samoa Joe did of his times and shit. I think he's. And then now since he's been on AEW, like he's only had like three matches. He's talking like, oh, I have a perfect record, but I, uh, except for two blemishes, like I think he only had like three matches. I think he's a creature of comfortability, right? Where he gets in the spot Resting where he's comfortable, and he's like, you know what? I don't need to travel around. I can live in Baltimore and wrestle for ROH for the next seven yeah. years and be the champ, and that's fine with me. Resting on your laurels, not re- reaching for the brass ring. I mean, he's doesn't want to be another number in WWE, but. <laughs> Even though everybody keeps using that excuse nowadays, but that's how they treat him. But yeah, that was my high spot. Adam Cole, Jay Lethal. I think it was the best match I've seen all week long. Dixford, what's your high spot of the week? I'm going to have to say Hook, no selling Danhausen's fucking. That's the way it should be. <laughs> Everyone should walk by him and just not pay he looked, attention. He looked surprised. It didn't end on Hook walking out the back door, it ended on Danhausen being surprised that it wasn't working and act like it was broken. You know, go to ROH with your <laughs> fake magic shit. Uh, y- yesterday we he's had, in ROH. He's what? like he's like the dude that hops the barricade, but he's so fucking insignificant that nobody, <laughs> the security doesn't even care that he hopped the barricade. Yesterday we had to go to Ace <laughs> and buy a few things to uh, put on the uh, uh, motorized scooter. <laughs> and uh, when we came back to do the payout. I told Dick, I don't know. I mean, I really, really wanted to tell. <laughs> he almost asked them for the yeah, human money. I need the human monies. <laughs> <laughs> They'd have probably fucking hit you in the mouth, dude. He'd looked at him real weird. I bet you it's Heather, I don't, right? I don't. He'd probably asked you if you're sleeping. <laughs> it's either Heather or Sherry, yeah. <laughs> ask you what kind of drugs you've been smoking on. The good kind. <laughs> what was your high spot? Stone Cold Kevin Owens. There wasn't no stone cold Kevin Owens. Yeah, there was. I seen the bald cap. I was there. I seen it. <laughs> that that was my high spot of the week. Some goofy shit is what it was. I liked it. <laughs> I love KO. So uh, if you guys are a fan of the show, check out our uh, social media presences that we have: Facebook, Twitter. You didn't know Stephanie Man did pop up powerbomb, did you? It was this girly pop up powerbomb. <laughs> oh shit! There's all the ask. We'll get it. <laughs> I love uh, WWE 2001. From, li- <laughs> from listening to our few buffers throughout the show, you, can, you know all of the sources you can find us from. Thank you to a- Anchor FM. Uh, actually, we will not have a show next week. 
Everybody enjoy WrestleMania. We will be back two weeks from now. And actually, Chris from uh, what are we doing? Beer fueled right will be here with us to uh, go over WrestleMania. Uh, and, and we every- will see you guys in a few weeks. Bye.